hell now, man. Them bungee cords are cheap out there. What's uh, what you've been rocking with a little Harbor Freight, huh? Yeah, them bungee cords, man. They're cheap out there. Hey, I'm going to tell you what, you know, the, the Harbor Freight, you know, you get what you pay for out there. But at the end of the day, <laughs> those bungee cords that, that you can, you know, you can make it happen if you need to make it happen. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, I do. If you're just going to throw them away after a use. It, it, but they don't know what we're talking about, but that's fine. You know what? Hey, Let's just welcome them in, though. Hey, everybody, welcome to Straight to the Point, completely off topic with your host, Kyle Dunbar. Today, I have my brother from another mother, the owner of the greatest wrestling collection. I'm super excited to have you in the house, Steve. How are you doing, brother? What up, though? What up, though, folks? What is going down with the underground sound out there? It's the GWC, and we are changing lanes through the intersection. If you didn't know the night, you know we're turned up. Let's go. Whoa. Okay. Are you ever? Now, are you ever? When do you calm down? I, I've, I've been hanging out with you for a while. <clears throat> so some people got an on and off switch, and, and, and mm -hmm. some people got a a volume knob, right? So my on is that and off you? switch is broke the fuck off, and the volume knob is obsolete. So let's just go. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about, baby? Hey, how is that tuna? All right. So if you, now I'm gonna. First and foremost, God bless you out there, folks. It's a it's a one love situation station. We we're uh, we we're kicking it, you know, maybe a couple of nights ago. Kyle, uh, Miss Dunbar Candy herself, and uh, Miss GWC Danielle. We 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 did a little. What was that? Itchy Bond. Yeah, we won't name names, but it was a place. <laughs> I think yeah. there. I, it, you sometimes you go to a joint and you get the idea they might be on their on their last leg. Like we remember when they opened up, and we were excited to take our friends there. We haven't been there in a while. And right. all the sushi tasted like uh, like it was buffet sushi. And then he pulled out some tuna. And, you know, I was just sitting there quietly. Candy was pointing out. She's like, that tuna looks like shit, pal. <laughs> I was just sitting there quietly. Uh, you caught wind of it, though. God bless you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't letting it go, are you? Hey, man, no, how's I that mean, tuna? The, the sushi, the, the tuna itself looked... Uh... Folks out there in lis listening land, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to paint this picture for you. The, the tuna was the color of... Uh, of a dolphin it was nice and gray and i don't you know it was a little a little uh not casual we'll just put it that way you know what i'm saying it was not it was the opposite of casual out there it was gray like a liver but you know what we had a good time uh we i ate a, little, a piece of it <laughs> dude i had i had diarrhea last night i swear it had to be <laughs> i woke up in the middle of the night and i'm like oh my god holy i had to barely make it to the bathroom it was that one because I only ate two pieces of that tuna. It, like one piece snuck in because it was like uh, I thought it was a mushroom. So I got the creepers. Got I got creepers. I got the the drizzle splits. I, I had to. I had to. I was running to the bath, barely contained myself. Uh, barely contained. Get that Pepto Bismol going. I like to call it the the knockoff Pepto Bismol out there. Is the the Walgreens uh -huh. is like called pink pink Bismarth. I call it that. And and, and Danielle. <laughs> My, the wife thinks it's so fucking bizarre. Hey, it's great to finally be rocking with you. I've been waiting to, uh, you know, have a time to sit down at the GWC Museum over here and kick back. Kind of Are you at the GWC? I, I just got to the museum as we speak. <laughs> I'm sitting in the VIP so, lounge. Folks, so. I'm, I'm super excited about, man, I keep getting, Candy's already talking. She's like, calm down. I am, if you can't tell, because Candy's <laughs> even telling me to calm down. I'm super excited. And I can't, I just can't. I'm like the pointer sisters, man. I just can't hide it. I'm about I just to can't lose control. Hide it. And I think I like, yes. <laughs> I'm so tickled, Steve. You're my brother from another mother, man. 
This is, uh, I want before we talk. What maybe we should talk about what the GWC is, but then we're gonna talk about how you are fucking Kevin Costner. Like you are a movie waiting to happen. There's already a documentary. Am I wrong? Folks, there's there's a couple things that are documented about the GWC out there, but it's uh, maybe we could just call it. There's a field of dreams going down. You built this wrestling monument. How does this even start? So you started collecting when you were a kid. When do you start? I collecting? started collecting. Uh, up, we'll call it umpteen years ago out there, folks. We're talking heavy decades ago. Uh, take it back thirty years ago, Kyle. It was kind of wild, but it's uh, not many fuckers, not many people are out there. <laughs> keeping the wrestling shit in packages or not even wrestling stuff for that matter. If, you, if when you're a kid, you know, you can, you can remember that when you rip it over, rip it up to GI Joe's or Thundercat, whatever you're getting into uh-huh. or star Wars or whatever you're, whatever's your float, your boat, you know, but I, I, mm-hmm. I'd get, I'd always want to, for that reason, I'm going to keep one. And it was, uh, I'd always want it on display. It was kind of strange at a younger age and it just, uh, Got a little wild with it, though, brother. Obviously, a little more wild than some might fathom out there, but it's a little crazy. <laughs> so I've been there. And let, let, let me, for the for the people who don't, I mean, obviously, no one knows. Unless you're Googling the GWC, you don't know. Listen, Steve has a private collection that is better than any wrestling museum that you could imagine. And oh, when you walk that. in, you are, you are, oh, my God. I'm, see, I got I got to turn it down a little bit. Candy says I'm already bringing the volume up too high. <laughs> I, you are yeah. greeted with like Macho Man glasses, ring worn. Yeah, man. Nature Boy Ric Flair's purple wizard sleeve, forty one pounds of sequins and feathered boa, ring got got it, robe. Nature Wild Boy Ric Flair. I, I, mean, I can't even explain. The WrestleMania is on. It looks like it's on a VHS. Here we go, folks. I'm all about nostalgia out there. I'm all about old school out there. There's plenty of VCRs over here at the museum. The museum is about 2,200 square foot, 140,000 items of, of off-the-wall Motor City madness going down. And it's all VHS, brother. It's all movies. <laughs> I like I like when you got to press the tracking out there. It's, it's uh, you know what I'm I noticed about? the tracking lines when we were watching the WW, when we were watching WrestleMania, we came in. There's a little tracking line. I was like, oh, my gosh, I know this is what that is. <laughs> you just get it gets you to that certain feeling out there, folks. But that's you know what? That's what I'm all about out there with with uh, with the passion of collecting and the passion of wrestling, passion of sharing it with everybody out there worldwide. Because you know, it's something out there that it's something out there that's kind of undescribable. You know what I mean? When I sit back and think about it, brother, it's. Uh, you know, it's been 30 years out there, and it's not just every figure that come out or every piece of memorabilia, because that's that's how I roll out there. But it's ring-worn items from every era, every genre. I mean, it doesn't uh, – any item, you know, you can spin around. You can spin around a 360, and you'll, you'll just – they'll take you to a certain you period can't. of time. You know what Let's I mean by honest. that? Let's be honest, bro. You can't in that house. It is the whole house. You cannot spin around in that house because you will no. knock over some thousand dollar <laughs> figurine or a pair of Jimmy Hart's glasses or a megaphone that beat somebody in the head. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I had I wore Ric Flair's 41 pounds of purple sequins and feathered boa nature boy Ric Flair emblazoned it on the back styling and profiling. Wow. And I tried to strut immediately. Right. You put it on. You're yeah. like, try to strut. You, I you, you got things it. over. 
you were like a glorious peacock out there. You were strutting out there, like Brutus the Barber Beefcake likes to say out there. You were strutting <laughs> and cutting, my baby. And uh, you're definitely cutting an official like a referee to whistle. You just started, Man. you got into heavy strut and it looked like it was just right. You know what I mean by just that? Just the greatest night of my life. Brother, I'm, I'm happy to uh, share that with you or be able to let you, I won't say let you experience, I'll say experience it with you because, uh, Dude. You <clears throat> yeah, know. it doesn't happen without you. Now, this has been a museum, but however, real people, like big people, bend to your, like they're your friends now, right? Like you're friends with wrestlers that you idolized yeah. as a Correct. child. And, it, and that's, that's because and of that, this. That's, a, that's another thing, Kyle, that it's uh, everything comes full circle out there. And, and mm-hmm. that's how wild it is out there. You know, I'm growing up, I'm watching Cactus Jack, you know, Mick Foley. Shout out to Mick Foley out mm-hmm. there. Uncle Mick, my brother Mick. You know what I mean? It's you he, calls you he, calls he calls you now. He calls you. He calls me quite a he bit. He calls, calls my you. kids. He calls my kids. Listen to this. Mick is a great guy. Uh-huh. Just a yeah. genuine guy. You know what I mean? And you can tell uh-huh. that just by folks out there if you didn't know who i'm talking about i'm talking about the one and only hardcore legend himself mick foley aka Dan know, Kyle, aka dude love aka cactus jack so yeah he'll hit up my kids on my birthdays or uh christmas this year he sent my kids it was like a seven ten minute video that he did he did all his three characters and he's singing them songs that are custom to them and it's it's beautiful brother you know what i mean i would who i would have thought 20 wow. some years ago oh, i'd have to hit me up and, uh-huh. uh you know, rock, rocking jingle bells, but his own way for my kids. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Now, it's, it's, since it's, I've been at the museum too, yeah. I've been able to experience a little bit of why you like it so much. Like, so people come by and they might be wearing a wrestling shirt. And so I pull out my phone immediately. I'm like, brah, <laughs> look at me here. And there's a picture of me, uh, you know, on my iPhone, um, spinning around with the nature boy, trying to spin around in your room without knocking things off. Nature Boy Ric Flair going on. I got the WWF World Champion belt that Hogan and Andre fought over. My friends in Macho Man's gear. He's got the Intercontinental. And we're all just going through their flying planes and yep. looking at the greatest wrestling collection in the world. Uh, you know what? It's and th- that's what it's about. I mean, it's I kept I kept this up. All right, folks. This obviously wasn't overnight. You know, this is three decades of strong. You know, uh, out here. I'm, I'm grinding. I'm hunting. I'm going state to state. I'm hunting, you know, just all kind of just wildness. Then you build, build the connections with the people out there. And then you, your friend with the talent out there to past legends and present legends or people in and out of the ring. And, and, and you start building relationships with them. And then next thing you know, it just, it starts snowballing into something that's wild, but it's, it's, it's like a treasure hunt for me. And it's been that way for years, you know, and you know what I, I come to realize about myself a little while ago in life and this is this is outside of just wrestling okay it's uh mm-hmm. i own a few businesses out there and I, I'm, I'm a i'm a motorhead i'm big into cars and custom cars and built low riders for a long time and hot rods and uh and you know big big into the cars okay and and, and i see i love the before and afters okay you taking that take that beat up 1969 chevelle or you're taking that 71 impala the donk you're taking that 63 olds i mean I, I i collect cars still i still have you know about 20 i have a lot of old schools in my portfolio but uh, custom cars you bring them back you know it's some preserving mm-hmm. preserving something or making something out of nothing it's, it's very similar wrestling. than your passion for wrestling i guess that, huh? that, right there we go then i tie it into the wrestling you know and i and i i, I looked at this I, i'm flying a plane in the fast lane 
And if you didn't know, I'm flying a plane right now, folks. Heavy shout out, heavy <laughs> cannabis industry out there. I'm, I'm, I'm it's motor city madness over here. So it's, what, uh, what, 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 what we flying in right now? You're, you're I'm a flying, kind I'm, of I'm guy. I'm flying my own, my own personal strain. It's GWC 22. It's out there. Uh, a couple of VIP situation stations, but it's a, it's an OG runs very fuely. I'm heavy on the Indica. Um, you know, you know, I've, maybe it's about, you know, 25 to 35 J's, which are planes a day. I smoke, you know, joints mm-hmm. about a three quarters to an ounce a day. Keeps the doctor away. Keeps the doctor oh. at bay, I should say. You feel me? How do you still keep it this high? So what are you like when you're not high? Because you I, turn I, up. I asshole, bro. You asshole. So, here, so here's the deal, man. Here's the uh-huh. deal, my brother. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm kind of irritable when I first wake. I only I only need a couple hours of sleep a night. You know, I might need about you told me four that. hours. You said hour. three four, or four. Four you hours. I'm three, hey, listen to all you butterball biscuits out there. Listen to all you butterball you biscuits in the world out there. All right. Yeah. Sleeping your lives away. No, I love I love all you out there, but I'm going to keep it official real quick with you. You can't uh-huh. do it, man. And that's just me speaking from how I, my perspective on it. But, you, you know, People, mm-hmm. you sleep eight hours a day. That's a third of your day. You know, you cut that. If, if the body's trained to do it, right? If you're trained, if you're if you're nor if you're used to sleeping eight to nine hours or seven mm-hmm. hours, of course your your body's gonna be programmed to need. <laughs> it, you know, you say you programmed uh, your body to only need three to four hours of sleep. I programmed it, dog. I, 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 <laughs> I look at first things first. I broke the fucking volume knob off. Click. That knob went right off. Then I programmed beep, 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 three to four hours of sleep. Okay, <laughs> there we go. He's all right. But uh, it's pretty wild, bro. It's a, I do a lot of my lives on the GWC, the greatest wrestling collection, the GWC page on Facebook. And I don't do a whole lot of my, I do some on my Instagram, my YouTube pages, but most is on the Facebook. And it's wild because I'll jump on, I'll do a live at the museum and I'll have, you know, 70 people, 150 people, 200 people will jump on, whatever. Sometimes I'll be inside the VIP lounge, right? I'll be sitting in here and I'm opening fifty, sixty thousand dollars of ring worn merch that I just scored out there. Something wild. Maybe I'll yeah. only have twenty or thirty people there rocking live with me. And it does, and I love every bit. Doesn't matter who's there. I'm just we're in the moment together. Maybe I'll be at a Target or a Walmart or uh, let me rephrase this. Maybe I'll be at a big, a big uh, store location or a big franchise out there hunting. And uh, it'll just be so random. I'll be looking at random figs on a Nile, and I'll have 200 people with me. It doesn't even make sense. You get what I mean by that? But I don't care. It doesn't. No, I with follow me. it. Yeah, man. It's a, it, it's a beautiful thing, though. It's a beautiful thing. It's a Godfather. Shout out to my brother, the Godfather, Bear, Papa Shango. I talk to him every day. You know, I just talked to him about 45 minutes ago. He's out there in Vegas, and uh, we got some beautiful things popping off together we're doing, and uh, – he, yeah. Wait, the Godfather was also Papa Shango? Yeah, brother. Oh, don't do this. I didn't. Know I know that. you don't. Hey, rest, don't. I don't. This happening. I'm I loving don't. this. Actually. Dude, dude. You, like, I'm around for the history. I had to watch it through other people because we didn't have a TV growing up. So I had to oh, watch Lord, it through other people. I'm pacing over here. Hey, I'm in the. I had to and then right eventually now. we got TV, Bro. but I couldn't watch no pay per views. I never seen a pay per I don't think I ever watched WrestleMania until I, I came into your house. Man, I love I love what I'm hearing. I like it. I like so yes, he's Papa Shango, bro. So that's when so the ultimate warrior ring worn 
gear that we got in the, in the, in the kitchen of the GWC museum over here. I know that the tassels, mm. we don't need to get in the tassels, but shout out to the tassels. If you know them, then you know what I'm talking about out there. <laughs> you know but, about uh, them tassels. We know you about know, them tassels. Shout out to Stretch Armstrong, AKA Tassel Life, you know, but we'll leave it at that. But uh, I'm just painting a picture for you. It's a big, uh, big display. I'm flexing like I'm. You guys could see me out there, but it's a warrior display, <laughs> and it's uh, it's got his ring worn on it. So here's the deal: if you remember back in 1991, uh, 92 area, Papa Shango has a beef with Ultimate Warrior, and he puts a spell on him, and that black ooze shit comes dripping out of his face. All right, so it's this is how wild this is, Kyle. You're gonna love this shit. Uh huh. Yeah. So loving this shit growing up. Watching Papa Shango put spells and curses on people in the WWF. It's getting me pumped up just thinking about this shit. I was Papa Shango for Halloween two different times growing up, bro. This is how full circle this shit goes. My mom is <laughs> now, bitches now, now over my lips. you're just getting off the phone with him. Yeah, and, oh, I fly, yeah, and now we're business partners in multiple things out there. and We're, we're brothers, but when he comes well, now, over to the Papa Shango what? wasn't really a, you were twice him for Halloween, but he wasn't a huge character. Now you would more, more likely you would be ultimate warrior. Correct. I was down with the heels. I mean, I was down with baby faces too, back in the day. I just love Shango. Yeah. Something about him was just straight gangster. And, uh, it, it's a, it's amazing brother. So he gets, he uh. gets over here in the museum and he starts putting his, his voodoo spells on the ultimate warrior display in the kitchen, bro. Hey, like, oh, dude, he can't. You own it now. Can't be putting that bad hoodoo, you know, and hey, voodoo, where you, you where you should be cooking your your foodoo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everything in that house is wrestling. There is not an inch of your house that does not have some wrestling memorabilia. And now, what am I understanding that you buy even the new stuff? You're not looking for just old stuff. You're going out right now, and oh, you're buying the WWEs, the AWEs. AWs, WWE, anything that's out there, I'm trying to cop at least two or three of out there. Okay, folks. So don't get it twisted. I love it all, big or small, ball till you fall. I'm trying to, hey, look at this is it. People ask me all the time, they're like, what's your, did you only collect one, uh, one, you know, one federate, one territory or one time? Right. You only like golden era. It's like, look at motherfuckers. I got stuff here from 1938. I got the first African-American actually went by the Panther. Isn't this wild to think, bro? Black Panther prior to Black, I mean, Panther. The, Black Panther, which is the comics. We're talking the 50s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, it's wild. First African-American wrestler ever. And I have his pair of boots. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, This is pre-1940 era over here. All the way till... I got ring war that I just got from WrestleMania that I was at last week. So 2022. So we're going 1938 to 2022. <laughs> we got going down over here. You know what I'm saying? It's a pretty, right. pretty decent little uh, stretch, if you will. Now we all love wrestling. Everybody loves wrestling. Like Snoop Doggy Dog probably loves wrestling. Love wrestling. I know that. And I know that, you know, be real from Cypress Hill. Shout out <laughs> he loves brother. wrestling. He loves wrestling. Shout out, shout out to Dr. Green Thumb out there. What up, though? That's your boy. So, you hey, met you know him what? through the GWC. Am I wrong? How'd you meet? How'd you meet? Hey, through Bear, Be real. through Papa Shango, through Godfather. You know, that's they keep it official. They rock. That's Bear holds it down through Vegas. Okay. To Cali, you know, 
and all this stems and it all circles back to the GWC out there, you know, and that's, so that's he is how, the godfather. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, so, he, I mean, he used to own, the, he used to own the titty bars back in Vegas, cheetahs and a couple other ones that we'll just, we'll just say he owns some establishments out there. Hey, I was looking down. I was looking down at the Roly, right. To see what time we are. You know, it's sitting right next to the Roly. I got Your championship a belt. Dunbar army. Oh, on the wrist. <laughs> Hashtag awesome. geek master, baby. It's going down. Thank you, brother. Thank, hey, I, I rock, appreciate your support. Oh, you know, I rock this butterball biscuit daily. It's black and red and the other side's black and yellow. It's my colors, brother. Right. Along right with Bam Bam Bigelow shirt. I guess you need a little blue in there. Hey, bro, I need, you know what? Speaking of Bam Bam Bigelow, I, you know what? I'm, I put, hey, put your head forward in virtual land right now. I'm rubbing the top mm. of your head like a Buddha, right? Put your head forward. <laughs> Even though I'm yeah. in Detroit, you're up where you're at. I'm rubbing your head and you can say, he just got a fresh haircut out there, folks. We call it the, in the hood. I used to do that too. We call it the murder one out there. That's when you do the, the full on shave. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I'm not saying, you know, that, you know, I'm not saying anything out there, but I think you're looking fresh. And uh, I think you need to put some Bam Bam Bigelow flames on that butterball biscuit. Get you straight down. We are definitely thinking about tattooing my head. That is a, con- a serious consideration. This guy, Roman Abrejo, just did a head tattoo over in Cali. Okay. It was pretty fucking amazing. And uh, I don't know if we're going to contact him or stay with the original artist that did my, my neck. Um, somebody obviously cheaper. <laughs> but I, and, I th- and I think he could do it. I just don't. Uh, we just don't know. But we got to get it done. I mean, this much skin on my head. I got to go through that pain pretty soon. I'm just scared. You know, I've seen head tattoos from a distance. They can make you look. You know, like you got a cabbage head or something. From a distance. We're dropping them tonight. We're dropping them tonight. <laughs> you didn't know that now you know. Yeah, I hear you on that with the cabbage patch, bro. I, uh, I think that <laughs> yeah. you look, uh, I think you look uh, pretty gangster with some flames on there, though. Right. I don't big know. Old, I'm not. I'm old. not going there just yet. Uh, <laughs> it might. It might inspire me to have to run into a building after people. Bam, hey, bam, Bigelow. Time. Flames like on his head. You just explained like to me that he ran into a, a building to save children. See, that was on fire. Building. See that that isn't that wild how that ties in a, a, a wrestler with flames tattooed on his head and his body who wore a full body suit with flames on it. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, not a firefighter though. No, no, he wasn't working volunteer not a or not. Okay. He's a biker. He's like ourselves out there. Myself. He's, he rode hog, man. He's a big fella. He's, he's uh East Coast, you know. Yeah. Asbury Park don't come out after dark type situation station. And you know what, though? Um, yeah, there's a burning house fire with kids in there. And, he, and I'll be damned if he didn't run in there and save the children. He got burned up himself. It's just so wild how that tied into his gimmick. And it was yeah. not even. And it was something he, he had already had the flames. Already, oh, yeah. This was already deep into his career. You know, he went from. He wrestled everything, though. If we want to talk wrestling and Bam Bam Bigelow for a brief second, the guy did. He rocked Japan, WCW, WWF, ECW. I mean, it's, you know, we're talking underrated in my eyes in WWF. You feel me? Is that why you wear his jacket like you do? Jacket or is was that just because it's dope? Hey, do, was you that? Remember, do you remember when he had a, a beef with Lawrence Taylor back in the day? Good Lord. Lawrence Taylor yeah. came in off the he came in off. Of, he fought him at WrestleMania. Lawrence Taylor's off a thousand nose beers. He's turned up. 
he's off a thousand nose brewskis and he's uh it was that was a great match i love that shit yeah <laughs> thousand nose brewskis lawrence Taylor ended up winning yeah right oh yeah, yeah they put him over man you gotta hey, put him over you, you bring somebody give them the rub. on like that you're gonna have to give it, we say it in the, in the industry give them the rub if you will you don't put them over. i love the lingo yeah on, on uh on the ink master show uh, there was yes. this guy who was a wrestler and he was curtain jerk and jabroni. And uh, I had to call up my friend, Dr. Blasphemy, to ask him what to call him. Because I was like, Shout dude, I know there's Carl. some lingo. Uh, brother Carl. The reason I know you. What, would you met Carl at Flint at the Flint show? I met the Flint Carl, tattoo yeah, convention. I met Carl at the Flint tattoo. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, not, hey, as, as, as macho man Randy Savage says it the best, folks. Yeah. When the stars align, baby. But that's it, though. That's really <laughs> the, the stars. That's how the, that's how the world works out there. You know, stars align. They line people up in, in life, how, how it's supposed to happen, whether or not I, this GWC fucking thing is a wrestling. I think about this shit. This is a uh-huh. fucking wild child wrestling collection that brought so many things together and different avenues in on it. And, and just from what has what it's branched out to be, if you will, you know what I'm saying by that? Yeah, it's going places now, even. I mentioned. You were talking at one point that you you've it's so big now, you almost have to find a way to share it with the public, well, which is a dangerous well, proposition, though, because that ring worn gown was ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, What's your I, most expensive piece? I mean, you just kind of touched on it. You cut, you touched on it. I, I, it's so I, awesome, dude. That fucking a, it, so awesome. You know, we get into something <laughs> with six figures and shit. It's uh, but here's the deal. When when uh. when Guinness Book Guinness Book shout out to Guinness Book of World Records. They had they had a couple English lads over here. Uh, <laughs> father, you know, from over the oh, what they like to say from over the pond. Over oh, the shout pond. Shout out to my yeah. brothers from over the pond. What up, though? Over here at the what nitty up? gritty Motor City, but uh. They did a tally up when they tallied up for the count for the the record for the biggest wrestling memorabilia collection worldwide. You know, we knew it's uh-huh. been that over that way for decade plus, but they they keep up. You got to keep updating it because, you know, it's yeah. you know, you see how it is, brother. The pieces come in. I mean, I just came back from mania. I copped maybe uh, I had to send multiple, multiple multiple suitcases i had to fly home you know big big carry-ons fly home full of memorabilia and other stuff that i got i mean i might have copped maybe five five hundred pieces over to time when i was just out of town you know what i'm saying 400 it it gets wild bro (laughs) it gets out of control but you know when you're out there i was at the hall of fame and wrestlemania and wrestlecon and you're that's everybody's there Uh so it's that's that's all all your favorites you got to capitalize. And it, 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 it humbled myself to see all the love for the GWC. Shout out to all of you out there. I, I took a pictures with thousand plus people there. And, you know, it's uh, it's humbling. It's a it, so rock- people know you now as the person who collects the most wrestling. You're you're as much now or beginning to be as much an icon as many of the wrestlers. Ron. Well, I mean, I'm not wrong. You don't even have to answer you don't have to pat I, yourself I, I, on the back. Hey bro, I, I, try see to stay, I try to stay humble with it, bro. It's just it's it's uh it's people stop boy. you to take pictures. Oh, that's like, hey, dude, I, you're I, the guy from the about a year ago, bro. About a year ago, or a little more, 
Because you got to think, I did the show with WWE. It's all, it's a year and a half now. Shout out to A. Shout out to A&E Channel. Shout out to WWE Most Wanted Treasures. That's uh, I rocked the show with them, and I did the, mm-hmm. you know, I did the first episode when Mick Foley came through here, and I gave you know, basically the premises of the show out there, folks, is like uh, to, give, to give you a breakdown of it. AJ Francis from the NFL. Shout out to my brother. What one love out there? He's going with 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 old school legends or wrestlers and they're going to look for wrestling memorabilia to bring back to WWE's bring back to their collection for a display that they they're doing setting up. Okay. They're okay. All right. Sounds scary. You're a collector. sounds like they want your stuff. Yeah, it's true. I mean, to somebody like, this is how it goes, bro. I got reached out. I didn't come out in the public with, with the collection for a long time. Okay. This is obviously, I've been doing this a long time. I only came out in the public within the last couple of years with the GWC, just because lots of things, you know, uh, you don't want to put it all. Okay. I didn't want to, you know, it, that goes without saying, I'm not trying to put all my shit out there, but it came to the point where it's out there now, obviously <laughs> we're rocking and rolling. Well, you had to find uh, ways to ensure and ensure these things. And these are things that you maybe don't want to have to, Right. Am I, like there's all kinds of things that come out. Oh, it's, it's, you know, you got double insurance, what? you got multiple alarms, guard dogs, and backup systems and all kinds of wild stuff over here. And you still want to feel trap doors. That trap door was crazy, man. Like, well, that's, that that's, well, that has to be that way, bro. You know, it's yeah. unfortunate. I won't say it's, but the good thing about it, like I said, the good thing over here is I own the house on either side of here. I own the house across the street, kitty corner. I own half the street, the block over here. So with that being said, it's, you know, Right, it's, yeah, no. folks, you, folks, <laughs> the folks don't even, you know, we, we definitely keep it official over here. It's but uh, that was uh, that, that, that was part of the about. when you're talking about going public, that's a large part of the worry or the concern. What time do you go public? What year? This year, I can't you, put it all out there what's going down, so, folks. But I'm so, A and E came out. No, 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 I mean, when, when was the first time the A and E came out? Oh, I thought you were talking about go public with the uh, with the actual commercial building. I was going to say that's going down this year. They came out about a year and a half ago. Um, they reached out to me. They had some people from uh, WWE reach out to me mm-hmm. and talk some things about the you know collecting. And we talked about the show. They, they wanted were, some uh, of your gear. Correct. You told them yes. You told them no. I told them let's talk. Come on out and take a look. What they get? Uh, to a point, yeah. Them- yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, <laughs> you were like, not that, not that, not that, not that, not that. Oh, we, oh, yeah, 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 bro, bro. We look at man. <clears throat> I got uh, me and Mick Foley. Like I said, that's already my guy. Regardless, you know, mankind. Is that the first time that you had met him? No, hell, no. I've I've no no. I've known Mick and met Mick. For, I've known him for twenty plus years. You know, great guy, great guy. So I built uh, built relationships with people off the show. Mo- by, by how building buying their their stuff you're like hey man your sweaty drawers how about you sell them to me <laughs> no it's like this it's like this brother uh you see something like a robe or something you know like flair's purple robe or something like that you know it's uh he rocked that in wcw wwf he wore it in rumble he wore it in multiple different events you can you look at it and they'll take you to that paper take you to that event take you to that time it's encapsulated bam you put it on you already feel the energy you know what i'm talking Dude. about but it's Dude. it's uh <laughs> it is something that the wrestlers and I'm going to be honest with you folks out there a lot of the talent and legends of past they didn't know it was going to be like this where people are spending 
five five bands, ten grand, twenty grand, ninety two thousand on a robe, forty seven thousand on a macho robe. What did I do? Sixty two on another macho coat. I mean, you could you can spend some numbers out there. They would never think that or fathom that. Right. And it's uh, you know, when wrestling was passing Star Wars and price wise for memorabilia, and I mean memorabilia, it's all of wrestling memorabilia. You can, I mean, I'm talking about the whole genre of wrestling. You know what I mean by that? The Star Wars, you know, you can was always number one with it. You know what I'm saying? When when that more started, than just action figures, you mean? It was right. always licensed products from Lucas. Blah right. blah blah. Right. When wrestling right. beat that, that's when what? It, it just started opening. Up. I mean, my eyes were already open to it. I already knew what time of day it was. You know, I just like like. How you can watch the, the everything prices flip-flop, you know? There's a figure that was, uh, and it's more than just inflation, brother. You know, you can get a Hasbro figure from the green green card series, and, and it's going for $1,600, one, two, three kids, $1,600 on card right now. And a couple of years ago, you know, you're grabbing that for, you know, 300 or a couple hundred, you know what I mean? And it's right. it's just wild how, how I've watched it. it it's it's just wild, man. You watch the grow and where it's at now is all I'm going to say. It's, it's something unbelievable. So even as you buy, you, you find purpose in buying this because one, every single time you buy even the new stuff, it has as a track record increased in value, even yeah, though they're producing it in large quantities at some point. But even if you don't, it adds to the attraction itself because now you are the, you, you don't have a chance of becoming beat as being the world's largest right. wrestling collection, and, and, if you keep buying more, right? Right, right, and, and that's 100%. And it's, they know what they're doing when they're, when they're putting out these items. You know, they'll make a figure and they'll make a variant. The variant figure is going to have the same figure is going to be, have a different, you know, different ring gear on. And they only make a certain number of those. And that's going to be the chase of the series, if you will. And that's going to be more money or harder to right. Or they got... This is all they've been doing this for years, and then they got uh, I won't say which store, but big name store brands. Uh, each individual release where it's only coming out at this at the big W store, it's only coming out at this is a, a big T store release, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like what's that. a big T? Uh, what's the big W? What's big T and W? Sorry. Walmart and Target. I don't know, I'm not trying to oh, throw okay. games out there, I don't know how we do it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I follow it. I rock with a lot of different Oh, I'll hit up anybody for a sponsor. I'll I'll send them there. Hey, we mentioned you. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep it official for you out there, my brother. Like a referee and a whistle. Like a referee and a whistle. You know, I trademarked that quote out there. So any of you butterball business. I owe you a quarter, don't I? No, you're good because you're family. And anyone that uses it, God bless you. Just make sure you give the PWC Motor City Madman a holler because we keep it official. Like a referee with a whistle, folks. It's trademark. CWC. Come and buy some merch of everything, <laughs> dude. I got a, I got a picture of you on my refrigerator now. Hey, in, in your macho out, gear, man. I got that magnet on there. Yes, and pro wrestling, <laughs> pro wrestling tees. If you need to get some gear, that's how we rock it out there. Pro wrestlingtees.com got some GWC merch, and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, though. It's uh, it's wild. I, I see my own merch on sites with uh, you know, Randy Savage, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Undertaker. <laughs> Ric Flair, GWC, uh, you know, I got to f- spark it up another plane in the fast lane, if you will. <laughs> it's, it's flight time, folks. But um, they, they, they rocked with me. Mick came out. 
they said they were going to be looking for uh looking for the Sacco, Mr. Sacco. You know, I said I could I could work yes. with you on that. Mr. Sacco, if you didn't know, it's a sock. He would pull out of his drawers back in the day and he'd choke you out with it in the ring, folks. <laughs> he'd put it right in your mouth. <laughs> hey, to be honest with you, it was wild. Huh? He'd make it talk, yeah, have a nice day. And uh, Mr. Sacco <laughs> had his own persona. You know, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but they were looking for an original Rick Posner one, which is the original artist that used to just scribble these up. And they, okay. WWF, or I'm sorry, WWE didn't have one. And, uh, you know, that's how do you get there. something like that authenticated? Hey, that's Did exactly you, you it. Sign it. Oh, it was already signed, but here's the deal, man. They authenticated. They brought Mick by the GWC Museum for Authentication Station, baby. It doesn't get more able to authenticate than that. They brought the they brought the man right. out to Iron, and it was uh, how many socks did he have throughout the, his time well, using Socko? You know, multiple different socks, you know, but there was only certain rare numbers of these ones, you know, a low number okay. for the number one for the amount that he did have. And uh, they didn't have one on deck, which showed something. So, you know, I'm they, smiling they my ass off because you have DNA over there from all these different wrestlers from being in their mouth. You could make like a super rest. If you had the right genetic mad scientist, right? We could create a super wrestler. It would be all wrestlers, all wrestlers. K smooth over there, brother. Hey, I'm going to tell you something, big K dog. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's uh, it, it was really humbling to have him over here. And they, when they talked money with me, I let them know that I don't, I didn't want any money. I just, I, I felt honored to have them have that in their museum. And all I wanted was my kids to be able to come through and kick it with Mick. And, uh, they were blown away by that, but that's all I wanted, man. I wanted my kids to come through over here. It was Mick I, I think about of that. 15 minutes from the museum folks. And I wanted, uh, I wanted Mick to hang with them. And he, they, Hey, do you want to talk uh-huh. about memories being made brother? Foley's hanging with the kids in the living room. They're eating pizza. They're watching favorite matches. He's giving them play by play for Hell in a Cell versus Undertaker. Here's where my here's where my tooth goes through my nose, son. Hey, he's talking. Oh my man. god, it's beautiful, bro. Uh, he's telling them how he breathe, he's breathing under the dirt when Undertaker's buried him alive. And so Mick's missing an ear out there. Okay, he lost his ear in Munich, Germany versus Big Van Vader in the nineties. Okay, okay, lost, yeah. Ears off. He's got a hole right there. So this is he's telling the kid. He asks, tells my daughter Amelia. Hey, how does he lose his ear? Can you can uh, you tell me that? Story? I can tell you this quick, I'll, and that doesn't even have to be quick. I'll tell you the story, brother. He's here's the deal. Uh, Foley used to do a he used to do a, a a move where he'd get tied up in the ropes and he'd pay homage to the Funk family, Terry Funk. Terry Funk used to get his okay. arm yeah. and his yeah. leg tied in the rope where it'd be twisted up and he'd get caught in it. Beat, but, beat the fuck up. Right. So Mick, Mick put his own twist on it back in the day as he was Cactus Jack. And he used to get, he'd get his neck tangled in the rope, not his arm or his leg. He'd have it to where he'd, his whole neck, he'd, the rope would be tied around. The middle two ter- ropes would be twisted right. around his neck. It looked like it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. But this one night in Germany, this is how it goes, man. This is a crazy story. One night in Germany, he's stuck in the ropes, bro. And he's flit. He said he's is the only time it's ever happened. He's I, hey, bro, I'm getting so into it right now. I'm holding <laughs> ropes around my neck like they're there. What the fuck? I'm over here sweating and shit. Holy shit! My fucking arm, my arm here is Calm down. Up. 
I'm taking the shirt off, dude. All right. I'm not, <laughs> hold on. My pot, I just popped the top. I'm feeling better. I got, I'm got. i shirtless right now. Listen, dude, Mick, stuck, Mick is stuck between the ropes, and he's freaking uh-huh. out. He's fearing for his life because he actually can't breathe. The only time it's ever happened. And right. He's flailing his body, trying to get out. He finally manages to squeeze. You guys know out there, these ropes cable, they're cable wrapped with this tape. It was so tight. He said he barely got his head and his neck through as he was about to pass out. And it ripped the side of his, his ear, ear off and his ears dangling off. And Big Van <laughs> Vader did not even notice that. It just begins to pummel him with his bam, bam. <laughs> you know, the big forearm shots. Boom, yeah. ear, is, hey, ear is off. Ears hey, gone. Chuck the Deuce, see you later. Have a nice day. Not even, we're not talking Tyson Holyfield. We're talking the whole ear is <laughs> off out there. And like, uh, we're talking Vincent Van Gogh. We're talking Van Gogh. I thought you know. Nail it to your girlfriend. Gone. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> then, uh, they try to save it, didn't they? You know, he only has, he's got a hole now and there's no ear there except the hole. So fast right. forward. That's the wild child west of seven mile story. Now fast forward. We're back to my living room now. Not We're just in, folks, we jumped into DeLorean back in time. We we're in Munich, Germany. <laughs> now we are back in Detroit, Michigan, 30 years to the it's now it's 2021-ish. Great Scott. Great Scott. Give me check out what hey look. So we're sitting on the couch. He asked my daughter, hey Amelia, they're filming this. He says, take this marker, put it behind my ear. So she puts the marker <laughs> behind his ear. Every, everything's good. It's his ear that's there, right? Right. So then he he turns to my son Cash and he goes, Hey, hey Cash, he, he take this marker out of my ear, put it in my other ear. Now the kids did, didn't notice that that Uncle Mickey, <laughs> Uncle Mick does not have an ear and it's just a fucking hole. So <laughs> hey, Cash, Cash is seven years old and he, he don't right. bite his tongue. He's just like pop. Yeah. Whatever. So what he the fuck happened to your ear? He puts the marker there and he's, his eyes go Bernie Mac. They're big as golf balls. They're big as shit. He's <laughs> out there. And his jaw starts dropping and Mick goes, well, put it on, Cash. Come on, put it there. And uh, he goes, you don't have an ear. He goes, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> oh my God. I, I fall off the, I fall off the other little love scene. AJ Francis. I'm giving, you know, I'm, I'm a big uh, knuckle pounder and daps. I'm by yeah. this time I'm jumping over on Nick Foley. I'm Nick. I'm giving him daps and giving him half bear hugs. And I'm laughing my ass off. And uh, it's just, it's, it's amazing shit. But uh, then he t- Hey, Mick's got a, a storybook that he, you know, he's written many books, New York Times bestsellers. They're amazing. He's also written children books, a, a Christmas one at that. Really? Yeah. After all this night of him hanging with the kids for a couple hours, you know, uh-huh. he's like, hey, I'm going to read you guys my Christmas story. Can you and can you imagine Mick Foley with all his, you know, just character? It, all his swag on every little how he tells a story he did a 45 minute story to them and it was just amazing bro it was something that uh hey we're always gonna cherish that shit but that's how that's the payment that i wanted and and it blew people away out there because all all these other people are taking three four five grand for their items in the show so so with that said you're planning on brick and mortar and something pretty soon where people can share in the excitement yep i've done a lot of uh you know, I bring people through here. Like I have the re- a couple Red Wings. Shout out to Darren McCarty's my brother. I do a lot of. I got the news and some, you know a couple other things. Hey, when Good Morning America rocked with me, that's when I said, "What is going down?" 
Michael Strahan. <laughs> Michael Strahan has given Gene no. I said, I said that. Hey, now that's official, like a referee and a whistle. That's what, that's right after the first episode, and uh, they came back. Episode six, they did with Jake the Snake over here. I I have one of his. Only- he came. He came to the GWC. This is a shout out to Uncle Jake. He came over to the GWC. And I have one of his only to known to history snake bags from 1989, the 80s snake bags, because all his, you know, Jake was wild out there, folks. And he's been to hell and back. If you didn't know, we fought lots of demons. Now you and, know. Uh, he's Watch, there. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's got that he's here. behind the ring series or whatever. Uh, he stu- he came into a wild childhood and a wild life. And, and, and there's that, that whole side to get into. It's dark. His his drug. It just got dark, man. But he was a he was a legend and is a legend all the way from his mm. Georgia Memphis. Day. You're talking down south days to his WCW days, WWF days to, you know where he's at. And now. he comes to the to the GWC. He comes to the GWC now. I'm going to tell you something. When you see Jake, you might not know this, but Jake's a big motherfucker. You know, he's. A, I'm not a small dude. I'm six one, six two. You know. It, Jake's yeah. still six five six six. You know, if you're with Hogan, you stand next to Hogan, and this is because because I was just with Hogan last week on Monday. Um, and uh-huh. Hey, posted up with him and Dennis Rodman at Hogan's hangout. Yeah, I was in Clearwater right after WrestleMania. It was wild. We can get into that another day, another time. But that was just last week, and me and Hogan oh, are eye to eye with the same height. That's because all okay. his back yeah. surgeries. You know what I mean? All and those back yeah. surgeries dropped him down, but. uh Jake is still a big motherfucker, you know. He's still six five, six six out there, and uh, just to have him—that was something for me, brother. Because we know about you, you 80s <laughs> babies out there. You don't even have to be. It's Jake the Snake was that guy back in the day, huh? Right or wrong, brother. <laughs> he was huh? he was a heel, and you loved him. He was almost a good guy heel, and he was like a loner heel, he was like a he wasn't. Heel. He, he went, he went baby face and I won't even call it baby face. You know, <laughs> folks, if you don't know the wrestling lingo, slango out there, play some bingo, it's going down. It's a, if you're a baby face, if you're a face, it's like, you're a good guy. If you're a heel that heel, that means you're a bad guy. So it's, it's face and heel. That's uh. but yeah, he was, he, it was cool to be a bad guy with Jake, man. You know, and it was wild that he never even touched the snake before his, <laughs> his first encounter. He hated those motherfuckers. But Are look, you kidding me? Oh no! Hey, I'm sitting at the table right now. I'm sitting in the VIP lounge, okay. And uh-huh. Jake, Jake the Snake was directly across from me when we shot the episode. We did the deal where I gave him a snake bag. We're looking eye to eye, and they cut off a lot of his stories because he is zero filter. He's zero <laughs> filter. This is A&D channel out there. I'm a, I yeah. can talk about this. He's talking. Oh, I thought about this was Strahan. Good morning, America, and they sent him over. This is A&E yes. sent another time. This is the yes. second episode this, or something? This is another episode. We have, so you're doing hey, this I, one I for free, too? See, now yeah, they man. think you're a sucker. There's like, this motherfucker would do it if we just bring a mofo by. No, no, I I, I, I rocked with them. I, I rocked with them because it was uh, at the end of the, the day, brother, at you. the end of the day, I'm going to tell them, I'm going to tell you like this, brother. I'm going to tell you like uh-huh. this. Only a few know this. And it's all good in the hood, man, but there was, they came for a snake bag and they got the 1989 snake bag, you know, uh-huh. Jake verified right across from me. It was a beautiful thing, obviously, but I'm the GW motherfucking C out here, folks. That's the greatest wrestling collection. And I'm always changing lanes through the intersection. And I had two of them and I got another bag, folks. So it's going down with the underground sound. 
What up, no? So it's it's obviously I'm letting that go. Eh, what up, no? Yeah, let, yeah, let's rock and roll together. I, I got two. You know, I, got, I got two on deck. You know what I'm saying? So that goes in the museum as well. The A so museum. museum so the, what what museum it, is this? So WWE just had WrestleMania 38 last weekend in Arlington, Texas, Dallas, Texas area, right? So right. They, they brought me down there. We rock and rolled. It was great. I was four. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes back. First time in 18 years. He wrestling Kevin Owens. The glass breaks. And it's like a Hulkamania pop in there. And I'm telling you, <laughs> folks, the, the R.L. Steiner brothers, as I like to call them, a.k.a. the goosebumps on my arms, are still are popping right now. My shirt's still off. I don't. When did I take my shirt off? Whenever I was excited a while ago, I don't know why. I'm bareback. I'm fucking still bareback. Whatever. It's all good. But uh, got to heat I'm up. Fucking, I hope it's I'm cold out over here. In the, it's about 38 outside, but it's a fucking thousand uh. in my blood degrees right now, and it's going down. But um, you know, the the roof is blowing off the place, and Stone Cold's back, and it's Undertaker's getting got inducted into the Hall of Fame, and. That was a long time coming. That was a beautiful moment. I had some behind the scenes kicking it with the taker. And uh, uh, you said they also put Vader in the Hall of Fame this, this Vader weekend. Vader was in the Hall of Fame and the Steiner brothers. So it, it, from Michigan, it, Michigan legends, Michigan legends, brother. Shout out to him out there, Rick and Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, on the open mic. Wow. <laughs> What's that like? No filter or what? And they, he kept it good, and I couldn't believe it, but he addressed it, brother. He addressed it saying, uh, you know what? I, I can't believe I'm on it. They're giving me a live mic after all these years. It was great, you know, big pot for that. But it was all that <laughs> tied in together was a beautiful thing, man. But they had a thing set up there, Kyle, that was called. Who had the bigger all- triceps, him or Danny Boy? Steiner. Right on. Papa Punk. Right Papa Pump, man. But they had, a, they had a they have a thing set up that they do at every WrestleMania at every city. Uh-huh. It's called All Access, okay? And it's yes. set up in a huge venue. I did a couple lives on there. It's it's unfucking believable. You know, it's up ten thousand square feet of. They got all the figure section, all the memorabilia stuff you could buy. Then they got all the ring worn out there, the museum for the public to see. All interaction with the ring there. All the belts. All. They had Undertaker's graveyard set up in there where you, oh, you, wow. you got to pay to go through the section, but it's all the caskets from his matches and his tombstones and his ring-worn gear. And it's, I, you know, they let me film in there, obviously. And the statue that they just gave him for the Hall of Fame, I got the statue fucking choking me in the, the old esophagus, if you will. It was <laughs> wild, brother. But uh, I loved every bit of it. And it's set up so beautifully and they had a section set up for the most wanted treasures the show that i was on you know yeah and uh ben brown they had your stuff he's uh curator they had my stuff there and i was really happy to see that they uh they showed me the love i was the only one with the plaque you know donated by steve gwc morand from the great owner of the greatest wrestling collection museum in detroit you know it's a beautiful thing out there beautiful that thing out beautiful. there they have the bag and the socko and uh stamped in history brother it's it, it makes that makes me feel good right there. Ain't no money you can give me that's gonna make but me now, have that feeling right you've there. You've got some idea to compete against these guys, it sounds weren't you talking well, about going brick and mortar yourself at some point? Well, I mean not that that's really comp- competition because it's all one love, right? It's all one love, but it's uh I, I 
I'm bra- I'm going to bring to him what what's never been brought to him out there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to put it all out there, but folks, you already know what time of day it is. And it's uh, I, I, besides just bringing the collection and bringing a retail side of it and bringing the experience side of it and bringing the private party side of it, all the different things, the interactive side of it, and the sightings and all that. It's going to be. Okay. I just I, I just let my actions speak for themselves out there, but it, it's going to be all one love out there, and uh, I'm going to be blessed and looking forward to enjoy it with all you guys out there. That's that's facts. I know you're looking to do something. You can't really say what. I guess I can't. Yeah, you can barely it. tell me. I, I had to jump out of a. Well, you didn't ask me to leave, but I'm like I'm. I, everything in your world is so exciting for me. See, even you hear me getting hyped. Candy would be telling me to calm down, Kyle. Candy, I mean, what up, though? we're out there flying hey, shout out, a plane. Hey, shout out to Candy. Shout out to Candy. Candy, Candy. Shout out to Candy. She just did. Uh, she just did the wifey. She just did the wife's eyebrows out there, Miss GWC Danielle. She just did her eyebrows. Uh, How's she healing up? Go looking great. She's like, you know what? She's looking beautiful as ever. She's always beautiful, but looking beautiful as ever. But I'm going to tell you what, uh-huh. folks. Kyle and I joked about it out there. We're out there flying a the plane, sitting in the. We're sitting in the limited f-150 outside feeling casual and i said i get, i was just fucking with him but i said yo i tipped uh i tipped candy 1500 and i said if it tat tat her eyebrow all the way up so she's always giving the people's the rocks eyebrow yes <laughs> god bless that would have been a that would have been bless, amazing, but it didn't go down that's all right though <laughs> it's all yeah. good now, how would you feel about that <laughs> how would you wake up to that would you be excited i bet you would tell her to put i the feel like up. somehow you would be like she'd look at you pissed off and you'd be like i love it <laughs> no. no but and you said uh, somebody no. somebody you know or just you've heard of some the owns some are roddy roddy piper's one-liners pages hey, some, yeah. uh, some of those pages you know what i did i don't know if i showed you this over here at the museum one of my roddy piper pieces that mm. i own that is just so random but amazing I have uh-huh. his personal. He used to play the harmonica. A lot, not a lot of cats know that. But yeah. I got his harmonica and some music notes and some music that he used to rock with. And I also got a couple of his ring worn shirts and the in the kilt. I don't have a. I don't have some boots. If you're out there listening, I'm. I've been looking for a nice pair of rowdy boots out there. I, one of my brothers in Hawaii has got a pair, and there's not many. See, Kyle, that's what it's about. I love the hunt. I love uh-huh. that there's. I love that there's only one of something out there. Are only very yeah, few. Rowdy didn't use a bunch of different boots, huh? No, fuck no. He wasn't it's like, like the, Macho like Man. The robes. Man, I'm gonna tell you something. Macho was kind of nice for a collector like you because he's got a bunch of shit. Yes and no, bro. Yes and no, bro. Because it wasn't like that. So Macho did a lot of charity. Here's how it is, man. Jake got a lot of his shit burned. It Jake had an ex-wife that burned all of his shit and, and lost oh, all his God. shit. So that's why there's barely none of it around. Brett got a lot of his right. stuff stolen. Uh, Macho donated so much to charity. I'm, I'm bouncing around, but I'm just comparing how Ring Warren could get lost or what could happen. Macho Man Randy Savage is the GOAT, my number one, um, It for many reasons. But he donated so much of his Ring Warren to the children's foundations out there. Uh-huh. Any kind of auctions, any kind of thing he could do, anything. And you wouldn't even know that this stuff would be what it's for. I mean, now, now if if, if you could find it, I mean, you're paying heavy band-aids just for a hat, you know, just for a macho hat, bro. Okay. Right. 
stupid stacks, you know, or I mean, more than people would. You would, got two. You got at least two, and then you got the you got the glasses too, right? Summer Slam '88 glasses, and I got yeah. a couple, I got two Oops. I got two robes and uh, I got two robes and I got a coat. I got one. His coat and that glass in the corner is, you know. Mm-hmm. These, these pieces, folks. You know, I'm gonna tell you something about the energy. We talked. We touched on it earlier. We touched on it earlier. Maybe I have, or maybe I haven't put on some of this ring work when I've gone back home. It, 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 it said what up, don't miss WC. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what Listen, I'm saying. Maybe I put I on do. Maybe I put on <laughs> the flare robes, or I put on some Ivan Putski's boots are only size ten. I couldn't put those on, but you know, maybe I put on Jake's. Hey, Marty Janetti's rockers gear. I don't know. It's gone down, folks. I mean, figure it out. Figure it out. I know out. that I, I put on the robe and I was like, man, if I only I put on Ric Flair's robe and it just felt so awesome. It's 41 pounds. That that thing's for you can like work your deltoids out, just you know, moving your arms around in there. Them well, wizard what, sleeves. What, that what thing's heavy. Kids? You know what? And the it's, first it's, thing I think is I would completely have sex with my wife in this. Like if I owned this and then I realized and thought, put it just as quickly as I realized that you definitely had sex with your wife in that. I'm not going to say there might be a couple GWC uh, lingers on a couple of the feathers. There should be. There might be. I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to tell you this, my brother. I turn up slightly, politely, and quite possibly all nightly. So I don't know what I got to tell you, but things might go down, okay? <laughs> But yeah, you're sleeping only three hours a night. Leaves a lot of times for other things. Sleep is the cousin of, <laughs> sleeps the cousin of death out there. Nas said it best, bro. Nas said it best, brother. Right? Is he not sleeping too? I mean, Nas said it best back in the day, bro. Sleep is the cousin of death. I mean, if you think about it, though, for real, for real, we talked about it earlier briefly. But for mm. real, though, if it, 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 it four, if you do four hours, if you break it down, this is real for you. Listen, but aren't you waking up there. tired? What's good? It can't because I'm listening to you. I've met you. How long does it take in the morning for you to get around? Well, I, I fly a plane immediately. And if I don't fly a plane within the immediate wake up, it's, it's a problem. <laughs> hey, I'm out of state. People, you know, I didn't know that people, people shun on people. Shun, yeah. You know, we're in a motor city. Out of state, they don't like to wake and bake. Well, I, I, we just got back from Florida. So I took the kids to Disneyland for a week before I did the whole uh-huh. WrestleMania and all that. So we were in Florida. We were gone for about two weeks on vacation, and uh, I'm I'm flying planes heavy everywhere, Texas and Florida, just everywhere. And people are looking at me like, "What's going down with this guy?" But I, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. I'm me. You know, that's that's just how how I how I. How I, I don't think it's legal in Florida, is it? Not legal. It's looked down upon, bro. I'm telling you, these people are looking at me like, "What is going down with this butterball biscuit?" I'm just chucking news to them. <laughs> Just pass. This is how bad it gets, guys. It's how bad it gets. The next, we're just shooting up heroin all over the place, right? Uh, Come on, guy. Come on, guy. I'm going to tell you something. I haven't (laughs) smoked a cigarette. I haven't smoked a square in like uh, 11 years. Uh, You know, since they made illegal, just about. (laughs) No, that's even before. I don't smoke squares. I I I do some drinking, and uh, you know, but I'm an anti. I'm just just me, man. I'm just I'm anti big pharma. I'm anti a lot of shit. It, me personally, maybe that's just why I'm so pro cannabis for everything right. out there. But it's uh it's kept some things at bay medically wise. I mean, we we, kept we you from getting, getting cancer. Hey, we can get into a whole. We could get into a whole. 
situation station. I'm you know, ready. I plan on rocking I'm ready. more times than one. Let's, I'm going to come let's back. Let's run some weed conspiracy. Let's, let's, yeah. let's run some big pharma conspiracy. Hey, we, I'm going to tell you something. Like I said, well, I'll come back and we can touch base on some wild South stuff because I got, <laughs> hey, bye-bye. <laughs> hey, with only sleeping four hours a night, you know, I got I got 20 more hours a day of, of things going down. My mind's all over the place. You know what I'm talking about, brother? I'm going to tell you something. You've been over here. You and Candy been over mm-hmm. here. And shout out to Dr. Yeah. Blast. Our brother, Big Carl and Stelios. What up, no, our fam out there. Shout out to all of you. you, you y'all are my fam out there. But. You guys would, uh, three years ago, you wouldn't pull up. Well, there wasn't a driveway to pull up here, but you wouldn't even okay. want to pull, park in front of this house because when I mean condemned, I mean the garage burned, roof caved in, no front porch. The house had been abandoned for nine years. When they, all right, put it this way, brother. I'm going to tell yeah. you something, how they yeah. do it in Detroit. You, you guys, if you're, you're, we got, you got listeners from all over the place. So I'm going to break it down like this. Detroit. Is a good has a lot of good and it's got a lot of fucked up stuff going on and property wise it's it's unbelievable how they call them blight properties or mm-hmm. it's crazy how long an abandoned property can sit abandoned and not be touched and this was just one of those cases uh-huh. this house was <laughs> abandoned for nine years bro nine years okay and in that nine years of the squatters in and out of here and uh crack whatever whatever everyone's doing you know everything's mm-hmm. burning we pulled 242 tires out of this house okay they, yeah they're chopping cars in the back 242 tires the garage <laughs> is burned to the ground there was no subfloor everything was caved in okay no front porch and 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 so you folks out there if, if you're just tuning in or you're thinking why would you even buy something like this because it was yeah. being torn down it was the house I grew up in, and, and I had memories living here and growing up through the 80s. All kinds of wild memories at this house. I look at it still. That's wrestling memories. Up. Also, oh, am I wrong? Oh, plenty of wrestling memories, brother. My cousin, Money Mavron, lived on the block a couple doors down, and he'd get the mm. paper news. And we had the TV with the wood around it in the living room here. All right, yeah. we're we're all right. The big where box. the Macho Man display is in the corner, and the Mick Foley mannequin wearing the ring worn right there. We had a wood TV in a box. Okay, that's where we had yeah. watch Saturday morning wrestling in this motherfucker. It used to be on just basic cable, you know, just two yeah basic TV, basic folks. They used to play wrestling or play wrestling. They used to show wrestling on the news here. You know, you really? remember that? You know, I don't. Crazy. It was unbelievable. I don't recall. I, uh, just on sports just like that. i used to have to watch it on uh i feel like we had to watch on channel 66 but we only had an antenna so we'd only watch saturday morning too so i think i was catching the same show as you most days but for some days they would uh it it would get preempted for something else they didn't treat it with a lot of importance unfortunately right 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 and and then we'd always get the the, whatever happened because wrestlemania was usually on a friday wasn't it or was it on a sunday well, they do it a lot of times. They do it on the Sundays, man. It's uh, it's it was uh, yeah. Usually WrestleMania, we get I, the highlights the next week. That's what Saturday sure. would, you know. How do you feel about? I'm gonna we can stem back to that real quick. But how do you feel mm-hmm. about them doing WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday, making it a two day event now, brother? Are they doing that? Yeah, that's what it is. That's that's what I just got back from Mania. It, it was a two day event. What do you yeah, think about Saturday it? Tell me. See, I'm. I, it's, well, it's not my world anymore. I mean, it's it's fun. Uh, 
to to see the excitement that people yeah, are still generating around it. And and I thought Orange Cassidy was hilarious with them sloth kids. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but you know, I, I felt like um MMA's taken kind of a lot of my attention away from it somewhat, you know, because okay, I really okay. enjoy watching that. Right, right. I'm see, and I mix it up too with every every uh it don't matter if it's WWE, it's impact, it's AEW, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't matter. Hey. IWR, that's that's local indie shows. I mean, uh, what else? Uh, Sanctuary Fight Club, bro. My, one of my brothers owns owns a wrestling organization, and he does a lot in Hamtramck, Michigan. Sanctuary Fight Fight Club. Shout out to Dickie Bronson. What up, though? But uh, they do this. This is like underground. Mm-hmm. It's like Fight Club underground with wrestling, brother. And it's at a bar, like a kind of a punk bar, and the lights and smoke, and it's. It's dark and it's it's something that it's a whole different experience. See, I love that's what I'm getting at. I love it all, brother. All the wrestling you can get into out there, and it's uh, it's just a beautiful thing, man. It's all, all the even even the funny like the stuff that when they're not good at selling it or, or only one person's good. You like watching the rise even of these people. Maybe like I wonder if that kid's gonna a, make it. A thousand, per- brother. I, I'm I love it all, man. That's exactly. Oh shit, I gotta decline this. Yeah, my bad. I don't know if I lost you there, but uh, oh, I hear you. All right, good. Yeah, I uh, had to decline that. Hey, but I'll tell you what, man. It's uh, yeah, I love watching the, the rise of it, the rise of it all, man. The, the the grind of it. That's what I mean. The indie scene, independent wrestling scene. Darren McCarty. Yes. He rock and rolls on the. I'm what? He's a wrestling legend, badass. Yes. He rock and, He rocks himself in the indies, bro. He loves it. He's got the feel just like <laughs> I do for it. He loves it. Man. Are you kidding me? I'm right not on. kidding you, brother. And is there an idea that when you go to those places, you're like, maybe I'm going to see the next HH, Triple H or something? Hey, 100%. I, I'm, I've watched a lot of people come up, brother. And that's wild. This isn't, that's wild to me when I see that right. happen. You see the bubble. When you see that, you see, boom, 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 bam. Now you see that. That's just, and that's awesome to go along for the ride. You know what I'm saying? Any, that, be a part you're being a part of history you're a part of history and that's how i feel i'm blessed to how i'm rocking with it right now because i'm part of history as i'm making history let's fucking go oh my good lordy i'm getting turned up around here good lord it is I'm exciting to my boxers holy shit <laughs> keep your clothes on keep your clothes well i don't know you're probably gonna i know why you're doing it you're gonna get cold and then you're gonna start putting them them robes on oh we're about to robe up i Hey, so here's the deal, brother. I get, sometimes up. I'll have people say to me in my lives, you know, because as, uh-huh. as I just sparked, I'm flying my third plane since we started uh, rocking with, uh, together. Now, this is the third one, folks. I'll be flying planes in the fast lane, doing the live, doing one of my my live turnups at the museum, getting into unboxing or whatever I'm doing. And uh, I'll have people that'll be blown away. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're wearing these things. Oh, my God. I can't believe there's smoke around the... I died, bro. First and foremost, you butter. We were smoking up. joints in those things, man. Oh, we were smoking joints as soon as we had them. Hey, first and foremost, let's just, let's just be honest. Uh-huh. There's been a Greatest lot of crazy things that have gone down in these items before. <laughs> They've been in the Motor City in a museum where we're just flying some planes and we're strutting, okay? Figure that one out. Wasn't you know the first time they've seen a party. Like good lord, and it's definitely not going to be the last. You know what I'm talking about? All right. 
then they're 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 in in good hands is what you're saying they're being curated by good hands just spreading the one love spread i'm at hogan's hangout on monday in clearwater Mm -hmm. florida and i'm wearing a gwc cutoff t-shirt i'm wearing a a signed godfather ring worn hat and i'm wearing a hulk hogan ring worn ripped shirt from 1994 (laughs) joe lewis arena that he fought rick flair inside I'm wearing that oh, casually man. in the bar, sweating my ass off. Turn it up, folks. Get loaded. <laughs> Let's go. I'm feeling good out here, man. How was it? Was that what's that like seeing your legends? That you say you've you've met Hogan, like you, you shake yeah, this, Hogan, you're, Hogan, you're like yes, in that Hogan, world tight now, right? What's that, I what's love that? I love to see Hogan in his element. What I mean by that is, if you see Hogan at a signing and he's still he's still. He's still rocking and rolling out there. What's up, brother? You know, and all that. Chucking the deuce real quick. But when you see Hogan in his element, and uh, that's a beautiful thing. And and in his element, we're drinking beer, eating chicken Uh wings. We're doing karaoke. We're rocking together. I mean, that's his element. I'm fucking losing my voice in there screaming (laughs) ACDC. I'm getting down. Me and him are pumping up. Dennis Rodman shows up. What else do you want, bro? (laughs) It was the wild child. Hey, Jimmy Hart is, is, is DJing the whole night. That's my brother, the mouth of the South. Hey, Your Jimmy brother. calls me. Jimmy calls me uh, prior to this. Uh, okay. To the, this day, I'm talking about Monday, so it's last week. And he goes, "Hey, baby, hey, baby, I just saw. Hey, baby, I just saw that you're in the, you're in Florida. Are you still in Florida?" I go, "Bro, I'm at Hogan's Beach Shop. This is in, right before we left." And he goes, "I'll be there in ten minutes." And he gets there and he's taking pictures and talking with my kids and telling them all kinds of stories. It, Man, I met him once. He is so awesome. Full circle. Full circle, bro. We watched Jimmy Hart in our living rooms for every yeah, heel. I hated him. At the end, hated him. Every heel manager, right? But he was Hogan's yeah, oh, manager. I hated him. He was Hogan's him. manager, wasn't he? And wasn't he also a Brutus Barber? And who was yeah, Barber's uh, teammate there before he was. Uh, because they he used to be a tag team partner, right? And he was, you know, he he managed them with Hogan. He managed them with Hogan. Let me ask you something, Cobb. Because I feel like, and and and, but you get me talking. I apologize out there, folks. If you get get the <laughs> GWC going, talking wrestling, I get I get a little oh, wild. That's what we're all about. And, and I and sometimes there's, there is there isn't an off switch. I don't know. Uh, I get I'll get rocking and rolling, brother. But I want to ask you a couple questions, brother. Hey, we're talking managers. Who's your favorite? Dub, who's your favorite wrestling manager of all time? Oh, Hart, I I think for sure, man. I mean, Heenan was so good too, right? Bobby uh, Heenan. Was great. Uh, hey, so who's to pick your poison? Who are you picking? I gotta go just because I met him and he was so nice. It was Heenan nice. Hey man, Jimmy Hart was so fucking I've nice. Flew, I've smoked with Bobby Heenan once upon a time, brother. And this is prior to GWC anything. Uh, so, uh, what this, what about uh, without, the without, mind? Without, the mind Ventura. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say like this, brother. Jimmy Hart is is a good friend, good friend, and a, and a real deal, real deal, good guy. But you know what? Uh-huh. Bobby the Brain Heenan is my number one though, and it's oh, not yeah. by far, but he just is because it's just. It's just this. I understand, dude. Because one, because because he used to do those Saturday mornings, right? Wasn't he was he was I was on there commentating too. 
and Gene I would be the good guy or whatnot or gorilla. Sure. And then he, he was, uh, and, and he was always like, Oh no, he's got to do that because well, I, I, he always made up so many excuses. Thousand percent. Bobby the Brain like, and Gorilla Monsoon don't even make sense. Doesn't even yeah. Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan were bread and butter, peanut butter yeah. and jelly, and uh, anything you want, it's going down, baby. They were together. That was gold. That's why that that'll was. never be duplicated out there. You'll never be able to. It's, you don't it's, think they'll uh, find another group? My my a friend of mine is on that right now. He's a uh, sure. uh, Jimmy Smith. Right is right. the commentator out, for WWE. You met him yet? I don't think I've met Jimbo, man, but I was just going to give him a shout out because it's all love. <laughs> yeah, you got you got to meet him. Well, I look forward to you. It's funny how these uh, worlds can be this small. You know, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's know? wild. It's wild, man. You'll be rocking. I know you're going to run into the kid. Yeah. What's that? Were, hey, I said in a couple of weeks we got we'll be turned up at Astronomicon Five. You'll be rocking and rolling, and uh, I'm going to be hanging out. At, yeah. I'm going to have to be apologizing for my, my wet look gone crazy. My oh, Britney Spears. On. Hey man, I'm going to tell you what, bro. It's, uh, it's, they got, they're putting on, it's going to be a good show and I'm excited for it. And, uh, it's all love out there, brother. I am excited for it. Astronomicon. Astronomicon five, brother. I'll be, I'll be in the building with Godfather. I'm bringing in uh, Papa Shango, AKA the Godfather. We'll have, uh, the Steiner brothers are going to be in the building. Twisted is rock curse in. on you if you want. How much is he charging for curses? Folks, I don't want to tell you something that I don't know out there, but uh, <laughs> better bring your purses if you want to see the curses. That's all I got to tell you. Get right? loaded. Get loaded. <laughs> you want to pay proper for the curses, or you will you be cursed. You want to be proper out there if you want that whopper out there. But I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, brother, that's it's gonna be a good time, man. It's gonna be a good time. But Bob, hey, I, I bounced right. Who back, else is gonna well, be there? Bobby you said, the said right now. Didn't you say uh, um, Diesel was gonna be out there? Hey, I love it, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Yeah, Kevin Nash will be in the building. Kevin can Nash. Rest, can we give a rest in peace? A moment of silence for our brother, our fallen brother out there. Give a two. I want to give a two sweet. Uh, Razor. A, 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 yo, for who? And a two sweet <laughs> for our brother Scott Hall, man. A moment of silence for our brother, brother. Wham, bam. I feel good about it, brother. One love. God bless you out there. That was a, that was a tough one for me, man. Did you meet him? You knew him? I was, I was blessed to call Scott a friend. I, I've turned up a lot of times with, with Scott, and uh, um, it was just – that one was rough, man. That was a rough blow, and it was crazy how it went down. After all, he had straightened himself out, you know, the best that – how he was rocking, you know, and to go out how – it just – it was rough. I don't I wasn't, yeah, I'm not aware. How he, uh, I, I guess I don't know, man. I yeah, apologize just, for not knowing. How did he pass? Oh, no, it's all good. I didn't even want to get on the negativity, folks out there. I was just giving a shout out. Well, it was we don't need no, to no, talk no, it was crazy. That. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. Hey, yeah. hey, when God calls you home, brother, he's, it, it was wild. He went in for Time. hip surgery. He went in for hip surgery, brother, and uh, ended up having some, having some blood clots after hip surgery and uh, had some strokes and, uh, Oh, man, man, God called him home. He didn't come back, brother. But um, after the life that he lived like that, correct. And it's you and know what? It's but I, be you know what? About hips. I'm gonna say something, dog. He's up there with his golden toothpick out there, right? He's up at the <laughs> golden gates, golden toothpick in mouth, looking down on all of us, brother. But uh, one love. He was there. in um, big money rustlers, I believe it was. Man, there's like 
I, I've turned up with them quite a few times in the Motor City, brother. And, uh, man, it made some good memories. What's it like? What's it like? It was, uh, it was, what do you uh, do? I mean, hanging out. I mean, you know, once upon a time, there's 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 some turning ups. You know, I'm a little more casual now. I'm a little more casual and laid back as I am now. I'm not. I don't frequent the. Uh, I don't frequent the gentlemen clubs and the titty bars and shit no more. You but know? there was a time. Oh, there's a no. There was a time. Hey. We were all in the landing strip getting the whip whip. My brother owned my partner on the Coliseum and a bunch of other. Uh, uh, oh, the Coliseum, that was the nice one, wasn't it? That's what that's yeah, the yeah, nice, there's one. nice ones, man. There's some nice ones in there, but it's yeah, uh, the ritzy one that you go in yeah. the Coliseum, they got a porter in the bathroom, remember? I feel like there was a porter. <laughs> right wasn't there a porter? Right. There was a porter, you're right on that. Would you, like a, would, you like right. a, would you like a mid kind, sir? It's like, I'd like to not have to tip somebody so that I can get some soap. That's what yes, I like. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you <laughs> listen here, I don't want your juke. You're Jovan Musk. I don't want your curve or your soap. <laughs> Just let me get some straight water. It's a little bit of antibacterial in this motherfucker. And I'm out. Chuck Listen, I know them bitches. I ain't buying it no matter what I make it smell like. So yeah, go I, don't, ahead. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't need the clear water. You can go cool off your situation with that right on now, if you will. <laughs> you know the Coliseum. So, hey, listen to this. I'm one time uh, Yokozuna and uh, Undertaker going back and forth hating each other yokozuna yeah. and I, I i frequent a titty bar around the area and i go in there and uh it's fucking undertaker and yokozuna taking up the corner booth the yokozuna takes up a corner booth fuck yes i love this story so i'm like kind of like that's cool you know it's been years right like i haven't been into wrestling i've, I've been getting into tattooing and it stole my life right like that was i had to go 100 percent, right Sure. And so it was like living in ghetto as places so that I could afford. Um, anyways, never mind. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> and I'm trying to say, man, I gotta gotta let them know how how much they were important to me. You know, so many years back, and whatnot. Sure. They had no fucking time for me. <laughs> They're in a titty bar. They did. It was like I was talking. And it was just dead air that they heard as they just keep talking to these girls. And they, they were trying to get laid. You oh, know? yeah. <laughs> they were trying to bring them back to the hotel room or what. Yeah, it, it was, um, and then Yokozuna was going to make them clean that, I don't know, five foot of ass crack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, rest in peace to Big Rodney out there. Hey, rest in peace to Big Rodney, a.k.a. Yokozuna mm. out there. You know he was part of, you know what their crew is. It was mm. Godfather. Undertaker, Yokozuna, Rikishi, the Godwins of all. This was BSK and Savio Vega, you know, the Bone Skull crew. They're all the BSK. That was their clique, you know. So okay. when Undertaker just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, you know, last week. Oh, they're all there. They're all that's why Bear was there. That's why Godfather was there. We were turning up and all that. And uh <laughs> it, 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 it's it's wild because the stories of Yokozuna is he was mm -hmm. straight gangster, bro. You know, yeah. he was he was flying heavy planes. He was a he'd rap all the time, big on freestyling, and uh, <laughs> hey, bears Too tell big. me, man, bear, hey, uh -huh. so we're at a show. You're gonna love this story, brother. You're gonna love this yes. story. So, Godfather and I are at a show. We're doing a signing together, and it's in uh, it's in Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Okay, and I'm mm -hmm. gonna paint this picture for you. It's at the Hamburg Fieldhouse, which is the legendary. This is where. This is where Roddy Piper hit the coconut on Jimmy Snuka's head. Okay. Back in the fucking day. This in is, this is, yes. 
This is this I was is there. the legendary Hamburg Fieldhouse. Okay? I wasn't that there, but I was there. I understand. I was it's, in it's, that building. It's a, it's a wild. It's a legendary. Yeah, right. So we're, it's a, it's called the Legends of Hamburg. I, me and Godfather, me and Bear, are there. Yeah. We're doing a signing together. And there's a bunch of other, Jimmy's there, Nasty Boys, and Bob Orton. The list goes on. Brutus. So all every all the OGs. We're all up in there and shit. You know. So yeah. Bear and I are up in there. We're having a great time and. uh we're doing signings. I'm selling shirts, signing autos, and doing the same. God's with Bear. You know, I got, we're rocking and rolling. And Godfather's pointing out to me, he's pointing out all these broads there. He's like, man, you know, these are the old school ring rats from back in the day. All right. So the ring rats are the old school thoughts that used to be the wrestling, like the wrestling roadies that would travel. Groupies. Right. Okay. Groupies. Yeah. The rest, they, they called the ring rats. So I'm yeah. dying. I'm Who dying. Who paid for the hotel rooms? My question. Hey, what's that, brother? Who paid for the hotel rooms? They had to get their own. What the ring rats? Yeah. Oh, they're not. They were just. They were just going to stay. They're they're staying in somebody. They're not staying the night. They ain't staying the night, dog. They're sleeping in the hallway. Hey, you don't pay them to fuck. You pay them to leave. It's going down. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, right on. Hey, but they were getting paid. These girls get paid. Hey, so, so Hmm. bear, uh, bear is pointing out. So Godfather's pointing out all the uh, all the ring rats to me, and uh, and we'll get, you're gonna love what got me to the story. Yokozuna got me to the story I'm going to right now. <laughs> right, right, this right, this right. is I how recall. my brain works, but this is how it's perfect, brother. So he's pointing them all out, and we're dying. Some are coming up to the table, and they're talking to him and shit like that. Oh, uh, blah, 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 they're all on his dick. Member of the day. Because yeah. Godfather, Godfather's 61 years old. Bear is 61 years old. He looks our age. Hey, he looks so, I don't know what's found the youth or what's going down, but right. he, he looks like he's about 40, dog. It's wild, man. I mean, he's still in good He still works out. He's in great shape, but just like young-wise, and, and, and he, it's, he smokes like I do. You know, he's heavy in the cannabis industry. So, I mean, hey, maybe maybe it's the found the youth out there. But uh, <laughs> anyways, they're all on his Smoke him if you got him. Smoke them if you got them, fly them if you got them, folks. But uh, so they're all coming up, they're checking in with them, and uh, mm. he points out this one chick, and she looks like she looks like Jamie Lee, she looks like Jamie Lee Curtis, but like way beat up and weathered. You know what I'm saying? Like an old, okay. leather, like old leather belt, old leather belt. You know those leather belts that you wear back in the day that are like woven together. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like yeah. one of those. She's broken in like one of those woven type leather belts. Jamie Lee okay. Curtis, okay? So, so Old pair of shoes, right she's on. A, oh, she's a beat-up-ass pair of... Oh, she's an Everlast, <laughs> broke-down pair of fucking... She's she's beat-up, so... But she, she's got good structure underneath that. Uh, Dude, Jamie Lee Curtis guy. was a hottie back. I mean, I'm just... Maybe I'm just saying that because she had the short gray hair and maybe I'm oh, okay. putting that together. I don't know. Okay, I don't know, right on. No. But okay. that's just kind of what I was picking so up. So she's an ugly situation. Jamie Lee Curtis for sure. No good bones oh, about it. Oh, dog. I mean, oh, you must have been something if they're putting it in. They're I paper mean, bagging it. But they're they're paying. You're going to find out why they're not paper bagging it when I tell you what this what this th- this old school ring rat thought was all about. All right. So, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're, 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 he, he points her out and he goes, oh, shit. Uh, exclamation point, exclamation points here. I'm not going to say her name. You know what I'm saying? And I, I see her at shows now, and I've re- come to realize, like, this, she was shit. Hey, she was that 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 mainstream thought back in the day, dog. So she comes beelining towards the table, and, and he goes, 
He goes, yeah, she, she, she loves, she loves, uh, suck it, suck it, sack and lick it asshole. I'm like, oh shit. He goes, you know, <laughs> favorite, her favorite was big Rodney. And that's Yoko, bro. Her favorite is Yokozuna. He goes, she, she loved getting up in that ass. Hey, then two seconds later, she comes there and I'm fucking dying. I'm, I'm like, oh, you got the Don't even come over here. And uh, she's got five. That's five foot of that. Stuff. I mean, it is <laughs> literally. I can't, right? It wasn't his. Who was it? Rikishi's or his move? He would, no, he would sit on you. Right? Hey, hey, Rikishi's his uncle. They're all the, they're all the Samoan, you know. They they, okay. they they portrayed him obviously as a Japanese sumo wrestler, but he's Hawaiian, you know. He's from the the Anoya family, uh, you know. Rock, all those they're from the island. They're islanders, you know. And right. I mean that. I don't. I mean that in a respectable way. They're they're. He right. comes from a heavy heritage, heavy bloodline, bro. God bless him. You know but that was his like, move too. He had a lot of, like like we know Samoans got legs like tree trunks, like they're rooted, right. like right. fucking. <laughs> like palm trees, <laughs> you know, they got to be able to stay on the island if there's a hurricane. Hey, he was Yokozuna wasn't that. going nowhere. Yeah, he was good. He was, <laughs> be like, well, this is little rain. Exactly. <laughs> but she exactly. would be climbing inside of that and just loving it, huh? Hey, so, so he gets. He's telling me this. He's telling me this in full detail. <laughs> I, I, I just gotta jump to the story, folks. I'm not telling you exactly what Bear. I'm not telling you exactly what Godfather's telling me. He's getting raw dog, dirty dog. What's going down with the other crowd sound? And no matter when he finishes it, no matter then right off her breath, I look up and she's there. And all of a sudden, I'm just thinking of, "Oh, you dirty, 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 dirty dog!" And uh, she tries coming behind the table and standing there, and it was just so fucking. It was, you know, I don't get nothing really you know, makes me awkward, but I, I just got to keep it moving, lady. Come on, get up out of here, you woke belt. Let's, let's keep it moving, all right? <laughs> but that's the Yokozuna story, and uh, and uh, she sucked lots of seconds away and, 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 and booty, but it's going down, all right? Good loading. If it, yeah, any, anytime you were getting into that, that would be a lot of, but <laughs> that guy was a gangster. Uh, and he was he was definitely Samoan. You, you knew it. He was uh, the, he right. had to be Samoan. So yeah, they're B, they're BSK man, and that's some. I didn't know that he was man. with uh, Rikishi though. Yeah, they're all yes. That's his bloodline, man, and that's his family blood. And they're they all they, they all rock together, and they all they're all tatted up with BSK. Undertaker gave gave a big shout out to BSK in his Hall of Fame speech, and that's why he brought them all there. They they that was their clique together. Heavy Jack Daniels. That's why when we get together. They make me gargle, gargle uh-huh. Jack with them. You have to gargle the shots. That's like that's a thing that Mr. Perfect, <laughs> rest in peace, Kurt Henning started. Okay, and, okay. And, and, Mr. Smack yeah, the bubble gum himself. This, yeah. this, this, this is something that is even for you know seasoned drinkers like like myself. I, you don't like gargling whiskey. You don't like gargling anything, right? I no. mean. Uh-huh. So these, my, and I was just, like I said, this, this was, you know, five, six days ago. I'm in Texas with these butterball biscuits. And we're gargling them at the fucking uh, <laughs> Fairmont fucking, you know, VIP bar and uh, getting tore up. But it's a, uh, it's a wild thing out there. Wild, wild thing, bro. You got to keep, uh, that's keeping history alive though. You know what I'm saying? It's something that. What's that the purpose for the gargle? Is that, is that a make it because it, now maybe there's a science here. I don't know. He's Mr. Perfect, so I'm guessing. So if I look into them, if I imagine the science, sure. there the mucous membranes in your mouth. <laughs> maybe yeah, I'm crazy. He just, brought it, 
Folks, he just brought it to the mucous membranes. We have now entered the Bill Nye Science Guy part of the segment of the show, and I love what we're going. Gargle the alcohol. Does it stay in the mucous membrane? It absorbs in your mouth maybe quicker. You get more alcohol quicker. So let me tell you something about the mucous membrane molecules out there. Skip the whole, uh, skip the liver. Just go directly to the brain. Right to the brain. You're right on that, though, bro. If it's Mr. Perfect saying it, there's got to be reasoning behind it because he's the only guy that can throw a uh, football, throw a touchdown to himself, throw the gum (laughs) up from anywhere, throw the gum up from anywhere and slap it. He's catching towels behind the back for 20 years. Do you do that? You chew gum ever? Yeah, I've I've tried the Mr. Perfect. Every time I I try, it's so hard. Sometimes I don't. (laughs) <laughs> and even it's it's not an easy thing that guy that is a talent it is a talent, a talent folks it is something I've, I've tried and i've tried to perfect and uh yeah sometimes it feels I'm so cool when you get it right swatting at bees yeah oh, i'm holding my i'm holding my hands up in the air like a touchdown right now like we just did it and it's all right <laughs> it's all right i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at you brother it's going down around here folks yeah uh, did he ever yeah, miss it on air What's that, brother? Miss, when Kurt Henning, when Mr. Perfect would smack the gum, do you recall if he ever missed I'm it? I'm going to say air? this. It was barely ever, if any, that he did. Miss I don't it. recall I mean, a single time. And it's no, man. And that's that's really, really, that's really <laughs> amazing shit right there. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's mouth to hand coordination. No, mouth to hand. But but with the, no, but here's the deal. And I, you know what I like? I like shooting the shit with, with, uh, people about anything really i like shooting the shit about wrestling and you're knowledgeable about wrestling kurt henning was an athlete larry henning was his dad was it was a all-star wrestler henning family was deep prior to this but kurt henning kurt henning actually himself was tag team with rest in peace scott hall man in awa nwa back in the day they were tag team champs together bro which is i wasn't aware hey they come out of he come out of minnesota you was know, two individual names, or they have a they have a tag team name. Well, they, they, I loved how they ran with their real names. Scott, hey Scott Hall, back in the day before Coyote Superstar and before uh, all his other little all his other deals, you know, he went by Big Scott Hall. Yeah, I love that. It was just aggressive because he was huge. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he was huge out there. But um, no, no. At the at the end of the day, Kurt Heading was just. Mr. Perfect was an athlete, man, all around athlete. And he only got intercontinental championship ranking, Mm. but he was, he was championship ranking, bro. That brings me to a quick thing. I want to touch on that is a a wild thing to me. Intercontinental championship used to mean a whole lot more. Did it not? Hmm. I don't know. I haven't been able to pay attention nowadays, really. I've been I've been trying to get in and watch some of these, but I've been having a, a, a problem uh watching the WWE sure. or the AEW. It just sure. Um it, it was really actually a technical problems with with the uh, cable and just being home. Sure. You know, so I travel yeah. a lot. So if I'm in a hotel, I'm not able to watch. I try to try to get replays uh right. online and see stuff. But right. I'm usually watching the, the MMA is maybe it's too. I also time a workout with it. It's the only time I work out is if MMA. I am. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I go for the five minutes. Yeah, go on. Right. What 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 I, what I mean by that, like back in the day, you know, when 
uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat Intercontinental Champion, Mr. Perfect Intercontinental Man, that Champion. That was big. Uh, Roddy Piper Intercontinental Ricky Dragon Steamboat Smith. as the Intercontinental Champion. I yep. feel like he was my favorite good guy. I loved the good guys when I was a kid. You know I feel you like did? I liked Ricky more than I liked uh, Hulk Hogan. I loved Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and you didn't mm-hmm. try it on last time you were here at the museum. But you saw the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat gi, the, the karate suit that he wore. Yeah. You saw the yeah. mannequin of it. So next time you're here, we're going to make that happen. You're going to put that on. Now, I can definitely tell you <laughs> that I did wear that home before. And I, I and, and, uh, uh, fuck. I that definitely fuck. was wild, bro. I, I, I had a fucking bandana on one night. And, uh, everybody uh-huh. likes Kung Fu fighting. Shit was going down, brother. Dude, that is a very awesome. I appreciate it. That was, I had no idea that there was a chance we were going to wear any of those things. And when (laughs) I put on that shit, I felt like such a kid. You know, first thing I did is uh, I put on, I think, that Macho Man purple one. And I thought it was cool. Right. And I was eyeing up that nature boy the whole time. I don't know. I I turned into a whole different person. I had to warm, I had to warm you up a little bit out there, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta warm it. <laughs> hey, you gotta warm it up before you take it home. If you know what I'm talking about, right? Forty-one pounds of sequins, purple feathered boa, and wizard sleeves. <laughs> and the way it made me feel like such a man, I had the WWF belt in my hand. That, yeah. the, uh, <laughs> I got yeah, video. I of me. Hey, our, our, our brother Celios so is bouncing around. He's got a backpack satchel over his shoulder with a fucking. <laughs> Macho Man robe over the satchel. He's got Jimmy the Heart glasses over the head, and he's singing Nikolai Volkov Russian anthem, <laughs> stopping like he's in a parade. And uh, that just is, about taking your floor out, <laughs> taking the floor out. But that just shows you that he's in his, you know, in the moment, bro. That's it. see when that I see awesome. moments like that. That's what it's all about, bro. I, you know that. I figure. And he messaged. These me are moments that. that you've had with. Uh, Cypress Hill as well. It's the moments I've had with lots of cats out there to be able to share it with them, you know. And I uh, like Jamie like, like Madrox, I said, my personal one of my personal favorites. You know what? <laughs> you know what? You're gonna be rocking with us, and it's gonna be rock and roll. I can't time. wait. Astronomicron, he's gonna be yeah, there, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, twisted rock and roll the whole weekend, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, does he still play with Monoxide Child? Guess we'll have again. I guess we'll just have to see. <laughs> yes, we will. Right on. You, you're saying you don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm saying I don't know. Hey, 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 I love that shit. First of Strangle all. Strangle Mania 2. That's what hey, I know. First of all, that is the best. That's, hey, first of all, you butterball biscuit, you can just call it like it is out there. I love it. That's it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it's like that. Right on, man. You know I can't. I will. If I've got a foot, I will put it in my mouth. Hey, I don't know what to say. Hey, I love it, brother. What do you mean? Everybody that's, changes, that's, I guess, is what it is. That's the that only was... way. That is the only way you're supposed to roll out there, folks. You know what I'm talking about? It's not called putting the mouth. It's, True. Called, it's called keeping it real, brother. And that's all we got to <laughs> so do out there. So he probably ain't, and I shouldn't. I'll, I have to go over with it. It's like, what not to talk about. <laughs> hey, there's, hey, there's but never I, I grew up on that. Like, that was um Twisted Most Tasteless. Sure. Jamie Madrox. Yeah. Twisted yeah. Most Tasteless. That was... Uh, for uh, for me, inside of the tattooing world, that I, I that was man, that was everything. I was listening to that stuff all day long. I've I've gone back and listened to it, and maybe the theme is crazy. Maybe it's all <laughs> serial killer shit, man. But hey, I still but you know what? It. I can you recite it. I'm back to it. I like I put it back on because I because you reminded me. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, when I man. when I hung out there, actually, that's when I started listening to Most Tasteless. I was like, oh, yeah, that, I forgot. That, about that. That, that, that's, that, that, that was shit. If you, you know, that's way back in the day, bro. So you're talking pre-2000 type shit. And that was, that was, that was wild, when I was man. learning to tattoo and, and yeah. tattooing. And that was the stuff that I would put on. And people would come. We were tattooing like in the hood because that's where we were learning how to tattoo. Yes. You know, you couldn't tattoo in, in the, on the nice end of the town. You know, people didn't want you out there. So we're learning tattoo out there. And, that, and we were listening to Most Tasteless. And people were like, what the fuck is that? That is awesome. It was, I was like, this is that underground shit. Y'all don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and that's, and that's, that's what it's all about, bro. It's all about supporting. Yeah. That was, uh, it's all about supporting, even if it ain't all everything you're down with. Yeah. Some of their shit was wild, you know, a little murder, murder shit, you know, but it is what it is, bro. So I was oh. down with secondhand smoke. I was down with yeah. secondhand smoke. Oh, you so know what good. I'm they opened up the whole album with it. Yeah, man. Let's rock and roll, brother. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Secondhand so, smoke until you bleed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Holy shit. Yeah, I just Tell hit you, you with something 10, that I believe. Baby. Practice and deceive. No more tricks up my sleeves. What the fuck, bitch? Why are you talking shit? They were, they were, um, mama's going to think I'm a fake serial killer. But I'm boom, boom, out of my mind. God, like God's, and, and they were, uh, I don't know. If you take it too seriously, yeah, they're terrible. But, you know, if you listen to the raps of NWA, they were right. terrible. I mean, but you know what I mean? If you, if you listen I mean, to Biggie talking, Smalls excusing selling crack, yeah. Yes, go on. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that, you know. And yeah. I uh I take me I I'm a big music buff. I don't or I don't say music buff, I'm a big I love music, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Music buff sounds like you're so I'm a cocky music lover. What I'll say is I'm a music I'm a music lover out there. I love all genres of music, but I really, really I'm a music head, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. some some it ain't some of the shit ain't have to have all be about lyrics. But if you're talking of what's about lyrics, yeah, a lot of that shit wasn't lyrics. Deep lyrics for some songs, for some moments of time, they were real deep, you know. But if you're talking about, you know, exactly, exactly that. Yeah. I, think, what, I gotta fold up plane number five just to stay alive and feel good. I should probably, I should probably leave them wanting some more, man. But this is so much fun for me. I got so many. Honestly, one more thing about Jamie Madrox. Um, Talk about it, brother. Strangle Mania. Talk about it. Strangle Mania. Strangle Mania 2. That was the best shit ever. I mean, this kind of brings it full circle with it, really, because he was a part of Twisted. Uh, and he also was part of Strangle Mania 2. And he added so much flavor to that. I felt like that was the Jamie Madrock show. <laughs> I'll tell you something. You know what the cool thing about J Matt is? And the coolest thing about it, he, he's a big GWC supporter, you know. He's heavy, heavy, heavy. I'm sorry about that. Hey, Candy Kane out there, girl. I know you, you do the editing. Sorry, I had to slap the grinder. <laughs> I, I had to do it out there. It don't there, sound girl. bad. It don't sound All bad. Right. All right, I'm trying to keep it official over here. You know what I'm saying? I've I've, I've already I've already pissed in a Gatorade bottle under the table. I've already, uh, no, I haven't. No, I'm, I always think that I'm going I got long. going on is I'm flying I'm going and I'm in my, I'm in my box. So we're okay. But, uh, no, he's a bit, he's a big wrestling fan, bro. So, I mean, heavy, heavy wrestling fan and collector. You know what I'm saying? That's something maybe, I don't know if you knew that out there, but he's, he's heavy in that. So that's, uh, right on. So he, he's competing with the GWC. 
when you're uh, online. Hey, listen, been, bro. Don't, don't try. Hey, listen. Are you trying to you uh. don't, don't you stir things up out there? Because you <laughs> gotta tell you like this. I got love for everybody out there. And everybody you knows wrestling fans, yeah. I don't know, man. Everybody, no, everybody knows this. Mm. Hey, but I'm gonna but I'm gonna leave them at this. Yeah. I, I don't talk to shit, you're right. I let I, I let what I got going down talk for it. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about out here. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I, I Ain't no one ever going to be on the level of the G-Duff. You know what I'm saying? Keep it official like a referee to whistle. That's how I got to do it out there. You feel me? You get to a certain point. It's just, you know, I I, I don't know. What, what am I going to be content with when I get to 200,000 items, when I get to a million items? I, who fucking <laughs> even knows? I don't. Yeah, I you ain't limit, stopping. Baby. You ain't stopping. There ain't no stopping, bro. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> Hey, leave no troops behind. Leave no wrestling memorabilia behind. What do hey, you have an eye right now? What's what, what's a? Do you have a big ticket item that you're looking at? Or you think? Yeah, I'm working on. Hey, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. I, I got lots of. Uh, I, I I did a show last night and I got into a lot of my WrestleMania stuff that I brought home from Mania that I got. Like I said, I got hundreds and hundreds of pieces out, out of town, and I had to get lots of stuff shipped home. And but some ring worn items that I got. I'm closing on are, are some more ultimate warrior ring worn items, which are really, I'm going to tell you like this, brother, it's hard to get items in general for some legends like that. Okay. Like ring worn okay. items and shit like that, but to get them from certain events, such as WrestleMania items that he, they rocked an item and stuff like that. WrestleMania ring worn. Yeah, well, it's he going was down. Hey, hey, there, there is a piece that I can't wait to fucking put on. I already told the old lady, look, we ain't, we're not. I, I don't want. <laughs> we ain't having no more kids. I already sleep naked. I don't want. I roll in my sleep. When they say, "How many kids you got?" GWC, I say, you know, I just roll in my sleep. I don't know. But hey, look, look, I'm gonna tell you something. I can't wait to get this piece rocking and rolling out there because, uh, hey, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I got a chair that moves around. You got me spinning mm-hmm. around over here, bro. I'm going back and forth <laughs> from south to north. It is going down, baby. Wow. What is uh, – last question. I got to I got to let you go. But I oh, have okay. to know, were you there when Brett, the hitman heart, got attacked at the Hall of Fame? Hey, I was not there personally when Brett Hart got attacked at the Hall of Fame. But I'm going to tell you something. If I was there, if I was there, because I would have been ringside for that one, yeah, I would have had that dude in the Rasta hat before security had him. You know what I'm talking about? I would have been swinging these these country ham fists at his ass. He wouldn't know what's going down. You feel me? They ever come one, up with two, what one, that two, was about? What's that, brother? They ever come up with what that was about? No, but that was crazy, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Bret, I'm a Bret Hart I'm a Bret Hart fan. I'm a Bret Hart, yeah. Hart fan. How about we leave it? How about we leave it like this? I, and you got to know he can he can deliver a punch. And you're around some of the biggest motherfuckers that are his friends on his honorable night, and you try to attack him around all these beast motherfuckers, you're gonna get your ass kicked. That's crazy. That's craziness. Hey, I want to end it like this real quick, Mm. if you don't mind. Yeah, if you don't mind, bro. I want to end it with I want to end it like this, or you can end it how you want to end it, but I want to say I I want to ask this to you, my brother. I wanted to hit you My with brother. this at the beginning before we even rock and roll, but now we're closing to an end and all things come to an end. But folks, they don't have to stop these. I'll be back. And you know, Big Kyle doesn't go nowhere. He's he's always going to be bringing that fire out there that Just makes it fire. And we ain't singing to the choir, but 
here's the deal that I want to ask you that I didn't ask you, but I'm about to yes. ask you is this, my brother. Top five favorite wrestlers, does past, present, future. What what's going down with the underground sound? Definitely give me five, so I can give you my five. Yes, absolutely. Because your five, I hope to tattoo on you at some point too. So number one, uh Macho Man. Okay. And like almost a team, him and Elizabeth, in that yeah. one shining moment. You know what I mean? In that, that one moment when she was held on his shoulders and he put her around. And then after that, when the relationship turned, maybe not as much, but right. <laughs> Macho Man. That was, just, that was magic. It was magic, dude. Macho Man was and his his promos. Oh, they were good. And that and his practice, his ethic, uh, Steamboat and his match, because I love Steamboat. But when I was a kid, I loved the good guys. And then as sure. I grow up, I look back on time and I'm like, I really like the bad guys. Those good guys were nobody without a good bad guy. You know, um, who else? Uh, Nature Boy, Ric Flair, pissed me off every week when the four horsemen come out, Ole and Aaron Anderson jump yes. on his side and whoever the yes. rotating fourth horseman was whoever it was yes. that week. whoever they're going to bring in for that time whether it be mongo mcmichael whether it be dean malenko whether it be chris uh, Benoit, whether it be whoever you're going to get that time <laughs> you're going to get somebody they're going to in your face again chris benoit really i mean that was tragic but man he was a talent huh uh scott steiner just because of them triceps well, I love that. Hey, I've never asked. Hey, I can't believe this. We've you. I've told you my favorite wrestlers. I believe. Oh before. shit, man! I didn't get to talk about tag teams. And here's the thing, though. We'll, we'll, hey, we'll be back. It wouldn't I'll be, be fair to include we'll, those. We'll, okay, it's not fair to include those, okay. right? Uh, it's not fair. That's not fair to include those. You can't because tag teams are separate from this top five list because we're going with singles. Because yeah, if you did tag teams, you could real quick, you know, fill up too quick. Because I'd bust you right in the head with, oh, what a. Leads you to do all day. Yes. Well, hey, keep all going. Day. Number three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right there. Where you at? You're at four at the door. Where you uh, at? And what about the Rockers, bro? No, I was at five, wasn't I? Yeah, actually, you know what? Let me see. Uh, Andre the fucking giant, man. I hard to count with my socks on, but uh, let me see. Okay, you're at five. All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> if not, it was Andre. I don't know yeah, if there's right. a, you know, I, and I, what I like uh, later on, I really appreciated Gold Dust. Which you made me get an appreciation for Dusty Rhodes. I already mm-hmm. liked Dusty sure. Rhodes somewhat because he was hilarious. And yes. he would hike up his pants before he'd do his bonnet elbow shit. Hey, that was <laughs> unbelievable. No one was built like him, but he got over because he, got over. he was magic on the mic. He was blue collar. He was for the man. He was, hey, I'm the son of a plumber, baby. It's the son of a plumber. <laughs> I'm here, daddy. Let me tell you something, daddy. Hey, he was, he talked. Well, I'm going to, I, it was you can't even you can't even he had the swag of a thousand swags. Mm-hmm. He brought swag out there, dog. He he kept it official out there, my guy. He's coming out there with cowboy boots on, uh black po- and yellow polka dots out there. He's dropping bionic albums on you, and he's gonna tell you if, uh and they're I'm, getting him over. I've dined in alleys and I'm eating with kings, baby. He's gonna tell you it all out there, okay? But Goldos was good. I mean, that brings me into a different era. I feel like I need to separate the era because around the gold dust era too, there really started to be some really good talent coming in like edge. And, uh, man, how do I not think of their names right now, but the two brothers, 
They were a tag team. Hey, there's there's two brothers out there that he's trying to think about there and listen. And Landy's trying to think about the Hardy brothers. Yes, God damn it. I'm so terrible. Like uh, when I showed a friend of ours um, this wrestling picture, me and Nature Boy stuff, he couldn't care less. He was he's a friend, you know, and he's yeah. a tattoo artist friend. I was like, check it out, man. It's a cool night. He's like, yeah, it's cool, man. I'm glad you had fun. His girlfriend, <laughs> however, was like, oh, my fucking god and she is in love with the hardy boys and the next sure. week she actually got she was going to a signing or whatnot she was chilling with them and stuff she sent us some photos of that um but uh I, man uh it, that's talent started to change too i started to get out of you know i think the last thing i really paid attention to was around when they were pulling sable's tits out of the, out in the ring sure that was that was the attitude era when they were getting a little wild with it, the puppies and all that wild uh, getting a little all the puppies yeah, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell you what. I want to bring it back home with. Uh, huh. I'm gonna bring it back home with this. I'm gonna hit you with this, just the quick five jive. Uh, keep it. Yes. What's your favorite home. five? I'm gonna go with. I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna go with no explanation or no ex. None needed here. We're going. Uh, my soul animal, my fucking brother yeah. from another mother. Rest in peace. We're going Macho Man Randy Savage. We're going. Of course. None other Good. than. The, Good call. Number whether one. Whether or not. What, what, I don't give a fuck what's been done in and outside of a ring or what has to be said about a person at the end of the day, what he's done for the sport and the Michael Jordan of the sport. And he revolutionized the sport, obviously was none other than Hulk Hogan, you know, Hulkamania, love it or not. But so we're going, Uh, when I was a kid, he was my favorite for sure. You know, right. Ultimate warrior. No, no. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. No, we're good. No, no, we're great. We're number one, two. Ultimate Warrior, I'm going to tell you what, is, is great, and he's on my top eight, but he didn't make the top mm-hmm. five. And, uh, that's, I understand. That's all right. That's all right. We're at no, he was, he, was a, he, was, he was a star, and he just shot so hard and so fast. There was so, nowhere to go once he would reach the top. It was just fizzle yeah, up. And he, was, he was a star, man. Yeah, that's a, he's a shooting star, brother. Shout off into it, brother. <laughs> hey, Macho <laughs> Man, number one. Hogan, number two. Number two. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back with the uh, excellence of boy. execution. Excellence of execution. Bret Hart himself. Bret the Hitman Hart. Yes. Bret uh-huh. Hitman Hart. I mean, is it just the technical wrestler in the ring? And it's uh, and the know, family and, lineage too. No. Yep. Number yeah, our heavy family lineage. Oh, and our, I, I could go on for days, man. With it, with with yeah. each of them, how we do it. I love, I love One, the Hart. Two, the Hart family. Hart family, man. The, the Stu, Stu Hart raising them in the uh, training them in the dungeon, man. He trained so many. He trained Jer- they trained Jericho and, and uh, Brian Pillman. They trained a lot of people you wouldn't even know, man. But I'm gonna hit you Brian, with my Brian number Pillman. four out there. Yeah, number yeah. four. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the GWC. Wow, it's going down, baby. Uh, yeah, None other than course. the Undertaker. The Undertaker, yeah. Oh, Hey, number and then, and then, no, and then he, he I, was oh yeah go on go on no Tell no no more. he was just he's just the goat man he's the goat he is. He, he, he he stayed relevant my, my 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 main thing I stress all the time is relevance you have to stay relevant you stay relevant you're fine you're good you you stay relevant that's that's how you got to keep it official out there with anything he stayed relevant for over three decades whether or not he was. He was the mortician undertaker, the dead man. He swung it back to the American badass, which is just himself in general. Back to the dead man. Back to the to right. the uh, dark dynasty. You know the 
the Ministry of Darkness, all, all his grave. different phases, and he always stayed relevant, bro, and stayed on top. No one has a bad thing to say about Taker. He's the godfather of the locker room. I mean, he could be a right number on. one for me. I, these are in no particular order that I'm saying. Uh, uh, but we got to really make you have to do. You, we're going to have to bring you, make you pick yeah, well, eventually, right? Hey, that's another. Hey, that's like picking. You're going to cause some fights in your brain. I want to see this uh, battle royale. All right, so go on. Undertaker's number four. You got number five. Drum number roll. five is I, I, I'm going to put the robe on right now. Woo! Nature boy. And he's really your number one, then. That's what Woo! I'm saying. You say the best something. for last. Yes. No, Rick Flair, folks. Yes. Is Stop it. Profiling. All, Limousine all riding. He, he Personal lived. jet flying. Oh, kiss. It's getting Killing hard to keep these gators on the ground. I have a gun to be the man. You got to beat the man, folks. And right you're now, stealing. you're looking at the man. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, know you put what? it you on? You got it on right now? I, 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 hold on. <laughs> oh, you're going. We're taking a walk together. Yep, 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 yep. I, I would be scared how often I would wear that. We knocked the head off this thing. <laughs> you be careful. Over there is a mannequin with the Nature Boys face on it. You got the face of the Nature Boy on that. I know you got the picture of the Nature Boy. Woo, we're wall. back, baby. Hey, I'm robed up. But you got you got up, the face. You didn't know. I got I got I got forty. You break your mannequin, and I'm feeling equipped over here, folks. I'm maintaining in the fast lane, and, and it is going down with the underground sound. Hey, I got. I feel like I got. Oh my good lord! Hey, I got no shirt and on, and just a purple robe on, and I'm feeling How's it feel? casual. I'm flying a plane right now. What up, doll out there listening, land? How we feeling? Well, I'm probably more excited than anybody else. <laughs> bro, bro, there, I'll say, I can't there's an I energy there. Why, mm. hey, why did I not put this on? Hey, wait, you know what? Next time we get on, I'm, I'm gonna start off in ring ward because I just got this energy. I don't know if I had any energy since we've been talking. Maybe I have, maybe I haven't. I yeah, you I'm got a little bit. <laughs> but folks, I'm fucking feeling extremely good around here, if you will. Let's go. What up, though? Dude, it's so awesome. One love. Brother, one uh, love. It's big, there's it's more. And let's save some for, for the next time. You, you, you'll be back on. You'll, you mind coming back on? Tell us what's new in the world of the GWC. I'm going to tell you what, folks. We are just scratching the surface of what's going down with the underground sound out there, okay? You know, it's uh, – I'll be back. I'll be back. I, I ain't never left. Big I, I never left. You guys stay tuned because I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> yes. My brother, Big KD, Big K Dizzle, as I like to call him, okay? brings that fire out there folks so you're going to want to stay listening and you never know who you're going to be bringing on because i enjoy what you're bringing out there because the content can be it's a beautiful thing just mixing up all different types of content out there bringing stuff for all different types of ears out there to listen right on i look forward to other people being able to experience uh, even if it was a fraction honestly I've, I've said this that night at your place i have been to the georgia aquarium and if you ask me of the special places that I've been in my life, I would tell you at any point. Yes, go on. I'm timing. I would. I never have. I am not trying to cut you off. I know I, 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 get, wound, on, I get wound up. I'm holding the timeout logo up in the air. I'm in a Ric yes. Flair robe. I'm per, now I am standing up. I'm not in a chair. <laughs> I'm not in a chair. I'm standing up. I'm in a Ric Flair robe. I'm, just, I'm shirtless. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm on play number five. 
But with this being all said, hey, we'll leave them wonder, we'll leave them wondering with that out there, folks. But uh, one love, my brother. I'm looking forward to rocking and rolling with you soon again. And uh, look forward to it. Follow the GWC fan page. Uh, get to watch and play with all this um, is is WrestleMania toys. Keep it triple C, folks, and that's cool, calm, and collected, and stay in that right direction. One love. God bless all of you. One love. Good loaded. Respect. Take care, brother. We love One you, love, man. Brother. Talk to you again soon. Follow.